0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio on Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano.
0: Friday, August 14th, Kathy's out, so I will handle the duties. We'll begin with this story. Citing a warning by the U.S. Postal Service about its delivery times, Governor Tom Wolf administration is asking the state Supreme Court to extend deadlines for mail-in ballots to be received in the November election when Pennsylvania will be a premier presidential battleground. Uh, The filing, submitted after hours Thursday to the uh, state's highest court, cited a letter dated July 29th by the General Counsel of the U.S. Postal Service, Thomas Marshall. In it, Marshall warns that Pennsylvania's mail-in ballot deadlines are... Uh, in in Congress with the Postal Service's delivery standards as he recommended that voters mail in their ballots a week before the deadline for it to be received and counted. That deadline, under current law, is the close of polls on Election Day, November 3rd at 8 p.m. But Wolf's administration pointed out that state law allows voters to apply for a mail-in ballot up until a week before the deadline, never mind mail it in. Uh, And it was stated Wolf's administration lawyers wrote in a 13-page filing to to state it simply, voters who apply for mail-in ballots in the last week of the application period and return their complete ballot by mail will, through no fault of their own, likely be disenfranchised. As a result, Wolf's administration is asking the state Supreme Court to order that ballots postmarked. By 8 p.m. November 3rd, be counted if they are valid and received during the three days following the election. I think I can expand on this story, Preston.
2: One of my favorite field trips as a kid was to a mail sorting center. Oh, so. should have had <laughs> to have
0: exciting. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Ballots Back rece- to you. Ballots received uh, during those three days but uh, lack a postmark or legible proof of mailing should also be counted, the administration's lawyers wrote. So we'll see where that goes. A part time Delaware County police officer is accused of sending sexually explicit text messages to an underage girl. 21 year old Justin Hazelton of Havertown turned himself into authorities on Thursday. Uh, he's charged with one misdemeanor count of corruption of a minor. Authorities said Hazelton was employed as a part time officer with the Upland Police Department uh, when the messages were exchanged. On July 17th, Delaware County District Attorney's Office was contacted by the Department of Children and Youth Services who said a minor was receiving sexually explicit messages from Hazleton. And the messages have been brought to the attention of Children and Youth Services by an attorney who was working on an unrelated matter that had caused him to examine the contents of the minor's cell phone, the DA's office had said. After interviewing the attorney, authorities spoke to the minor. Uh, According to the district attorney, the girl told authorities that she received the text messages through Snapchat. Uh, Hazleton was then interviewed and admitted to authorities that he had sent and received the text messages. Uh, he had turned himself in to the media courthouse with his attorney, and was arraigned. And bail is set at fifty thousand dollars unsecured.
2: When they're talking about part time, is that, is that classically what you call an auxiliary police officer? I don't know. Um, not okay, sure what I, don't, I don't even know means. Yeah, because I know that yeah, for the longest time there were you know people who became auxiliary police officers.
3: Okay, so I also have other questions about. Um, the, I don't, the the range of um, authority, right. you know, officers have. Because right. you know what I always look for when I see an officer that, you know, is, I don't know, on a bike or yeah. just kind of, I'm like, is he, is he carrying a gun? <laughs>
2: right.
4: right. Are you an officer, officer? Yeah, are you oh, an yeah, officer, yeah, yeah. officer, or you I, just got like a cool badge? Cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, but but in this case, I don't know. When you go and you see like what I would classically refer to as an auxiliary police officer, right. like at a picnic event or something like that. Right. Is he I, picked I, up for like special events? A, is that a, a – a, 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 when you said part-time cop, I wondered what constitutes yeah. that. Yeah, got me. Yeah, so All some right.
5: of those police officers can do side work. Like right. they get hired for that, but then there's also security companies. All right. And then I think those level of uh, security company employees may carry weapons or may right. not. right, right.
0: But this guy worked for the police department. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then finally, the Pentagon is forming a new task force to investigate UFOs that have been observed (laughs) by U.S. military aircraft, according to two defense officials. Deputy Secretary of Defense David Norquist will help oversee the task force, which is expected to be officially unveiled in the next few days, according to the officials. Uh, Previous efforts to look into what the Pentagon dubs Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, were led by the U.S. Navy as many of the documented encounters involved their aircraft. The Department of Defense did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Members of Congress and Pentagon officials have long expressed concerns about the appearance of the unidentified aircraft that have flown over U.S. military bases, posing a risk to military jets. There is no consensus on their origin. With some believing they may be drones potentially operated by earthly adversaries seeking to gather intelligence rather than extraterrestrials. I watched a
2: two hour special it was on the History Channel and they had this caucus of UFO experts. And who's sitting there at the table? Tom DeLong. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Yes. yeah. That's his thing, man. That's now. his thing, man. Yeah. And I mean, man. He knows his stuff. He do you takes guys it seriously? Do you roll your eyes at this, or are you intrigued by Listen, it? we I, both. I believe the universe is incredibly expansive, and I, right. I, I as we, I think we asked Neil deGrasse Tyson. He says, you know, sure, but I do. I think <laughs> I don't know what to think. Damn! I it. watch this. Watch doc- the History Channel; it will convince you.
3: <laughs> I watched this documentary on, and it's even weird to call it a documentary. It's basically this woman in, I think, Canada has like. Thirty thousand feet of footage of what she sees,
2: are you know, and they
3: are UFOs. They're, they're unidentified flying objects. objects, exactly. So, <laughs>
2: are they are they are they uh, alien in nature? That's where I I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. If you're wondering what I believe, uh, I believe that there is intelligent life elsewhere in this universe. I don't think we will ever, in the history of this entire planet, ever connect with them. because Preston, It's just
2: too big. They said there'd never be a tasty decaffeinated coffee. And, then and we had yeah, we
0: had just yeah, exactly. There's exactly. lots of them. Thank yeah. <laughs> i had Neither have
5: I. Is it?
0: Oh. I don't know. If you like I've drinking... Decaf. I've had tasty decap, though, so he's right. Yeah. yeah they have if in it. the morning you like the notion of waking up to a piping hot cup of Sacrete, then that's <laughs> Sanka's for you. Uh, the Senate Intelligence Committee voted in June to have the Pentagon and Intelligence Community provide a public analysis of the encounters following the official Pentagon release of three short videos showing U.S. aircraft encountering the phenomenon. So they're going to they're gonna have a new task force oh. right. we'll to look into that stuff. All right, it's sports this morning. Ball All right, the Phils bullpen continued to disappoint yesterday. What they the allowed f- seven runs in the final three innings as the uh, they lost eleven to four to the Orioles. Uh, the Phils will look to rebound tonight as rookie Spencer Howard takes the mound against the New York Mets. Out at seven five, Sixers are playing pretty much a meaningless game against the Houston Rockets. Nine o'clock tonight as their playoff opponent schedule is already set in stone. Sixers will face the Celtics at six thirty p.m. on Monday to open up their playoff series in the bubble in Orlando, and the Flyers will face off against Canadians in Game Two of their playoff series today at three p.m. Woo. That is cool. It's good for it's, us. Yeah, yeah. For people in like August. us. And and three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on a yeah. weekday that never happens. So for early workers like us, that's kind of nice. The Flyers lead that series one to zip. Game three is going to take place on Sunday. That will be 8 p.m. in Toronto. And there you go. That's what I have for news and sports this morning. And that's the last time I have to do it because Kathy is going to be back on Monday. Yeah. So she will take over the duties once again. Welcome to Friday morning. And uh, we give away the Word of the Week prize, which is uh, tickets for you and three friends to see Burt Kreischer live on Sunday. It's the live-in driving concert series. Citizens Bank Park. Bert will be in town, and Bert will also be on the show today. Yes, we will talk to him about uh, the show coming up on Sunday. I mean, we had him on not that long ago, but since he's coming in town, let's just uh, and the show is sold out. He doesn't have to, but he's going to give us a call.
2: What time. kind of prep work do you think he does before a show? What what, what is his what is his end leading up the forty eight hours leading up to a show?
0: Uh, I would say. Lots of beer. Lots of beer. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty, much yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much it. Uh, I don't know. You know, maybe we can ask him about we'll ask. that. What, what is prep for a show like this for him? Uh, now, we're also going to have another friend on the program. Todd Glass is getting in touch with us this morning. We haven't talked to Todd in a little
2: while. It's funny, throughout the pandemic, I will periodically find myself thinking... I wonder what Tom Glass is
0: doing. Yeah, and now we can find out. That's right, we can. Uh, Where his neurotic mind is and what he's all about, but he's got a brand new Netflix special that's two years old. Yeah, he's
4: going to be telling us. He he likes to
0: age him a little bit,
2: like
4: a
0: wine or a cheese. Uh, (laughs) But he got he actually got a part in a new HBO series coming up, so we'll talk to him about that too to see what's going on. So those guys are on in the nine o'clock hour, and uh, in the meantime, we're just going to have a good time. That's about it. Oh, by the way, a few texts coming in about part-time police officers. Uh, somebody was saying they work on an as-needed basis and do not have medical benefits. Okay. And they are real okay. police. They have the authority. They just work part-time hours. So okay. is is that,
2: to my initial question, is there specifically an auxiliary police force that is not, uh, that are not actual police officers? That I don't know. Okay. That are not police officers. Right. Mm-hmm. That are trained to be like, auxiliary police. Like citizens specific. on patrol? Like, right. Like
0: Bobcat <laughs> yes. Goldthwait and, and David Spade.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, let's take a break, and we'll get into the entertainment news. Stupid question, give some stuff away. Stay with us on this kind of foggy, hazy Friday morning. We'll keep you company. We'll be your beacon on the way in this morning. Stay with us.
6: Love Preston, Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything
0: that rocks. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so the stupid question prize this morning is a carload of uh, up to four people to see Steel Panther, and they are playing at the Circle Drive-In Theater in Scranton on Saturday, September 12th. So the question that I have for you this morning has to do with dynamite. Yes. All right, so there are three main ingredients. Uh, No, this is not dynamite. It's gunpowder. Sorry, (laughs) gunpowder. I like that, too. Uh, so there are three main ingredients in gunpowder, potassium nitrate, which is also known as saltpeter, charcoal, and what other ingredient? All right. All right what's that third ingredient? There are three main ingredients in gunpowder, potassium nitrate, charcoal, and what? Two one five two six three wmmr Call now if you know the answer. And I will mention some birthdays while well, we're waiting for that answer. Friday, August 14th. Holly Berry celebrates her birthday today. Yeah, she's got a (laughs) stalker. He loves her. Yeah, she was my first, and I moved on a little bit. But man, like, I always have a soft spot
2: in my heart for her.
0: Yeah, she is uh, celebrating her 54th birthday today. She was a
2: uh, she was actually my uh, longest free pass with my wife. Right, I remember. Uh, yeah, for the longest Wrong time, I, I still think she's pretty stellar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was the she was the one for the longest time. And uh, in we were talking about John Wick the other day, she was sensational
0: in the third Parabella movie. Uh, David Crosby. Crosby Stills Nash is uh, 79 years old. Should have been dead many times over. Yeah. And he's
2: great in that documentary about it's, uh, Laurel Canyon. You know, Echoes in the Canyon. Or, yeah. Uh, it's about that whole scene with Buffalo Springfield and Crosby Stills Nash. And he is very candid. He's very funny. And he's, there. he's talking about his reputation. He says, you know, well, maybe people are saying, well, maybe they were difficult to work with. He goes, no, it was me. I was an a-hole.
0: <laughs> He turned 79 years old today. Magic Johnson is 61. We all thought that he was going to die back in the 90s when he was diagnosed with AIDS.
2: I I remember just (laughs) sinking in my chair when I heard that news. It was, like, devastating. And then when you heard years later that it's basically undetectable in his blood
0: system right now. It's amazing. 61 years old today. A lot of big birthday names. Steve Martin. And he turned 75. So a big one for Steve Martin today. One of the absolute
2: geniuses comedically, yeah. one of the absolute best. He just participated in a uh, Lifetime Achievement Award ceremony for Eugene Levy. Yeah, uh, and it was him and Martin Short, and they're they're all that whole collective. They all hang out, and they're their best buds. But do
0: we we have a clip of him talking about? By the way, this is from the jerk. This is a really sweet yeah. moment in the movie. Um, do we have a uh, the clip of him talking about Eugene Levy? We should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang on. It's from a couple of days ago. All uh, right, but. Yeah, you know what? It was the Newport
2: Film Festival Life Achievement Award or something like that. Wait, that's Martin Short. That wasn't Steve Martin. There is Steve Martin as well.
0: Steve Martin should be in there as well, yes. Uh, By the way, speaking of his career, and uh, for the longest time, I just uh, absolutely adored the movie Roxanne. I just thought it was it's great. excellent as yeah. well. It's the Cyrano de Bergerac story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought it was great. And then one of my all-time favorites from him, and I still love watching this movie, is Bowfinger. Oh, my <laughs> God. I think it is such an underrated movie. It's but a great movie. movie cracks me
2: up. So if you talk about the roster that we love, uh, uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Oh, uh, man. Uh, the the, the, the man, Lonely Guy. The Lonely Guys. And the one that a lot of people don't know, The Jerk. Yep. Uh yeah so you, you Man go on, two brains. Man with two brains is great. There's mm-hmm. just a ton of great stuff that he did. A movie that is not a typical Steve Martin movie. Uh Pennies from Heaven.
0: Did you see that? I never did. No. So
2: it's it's sort of a darker, th- you know, nostalgic throwback to the Busby Berkeley kind of films. Yeah. Uh with these big fantasy dance numbers, but it's uh,
0: it's he's really good. Uh, parenthood. I mean it goes on and oh, on. I love parenthood. Uh, here's him talking about Eugene Levy. But you know Eugene, you're special because you
7: are a person you know i see people all the time on the streets sometimes in crowds sometimes alone and i think eugene could be walking down that street he is a person he's a person too and i happen to know that the newport beach film festival wanted to give this to a person
0: so there
2: you
0: (laughs) go i love it happy 75th to him marcia gay harden uh, actress. She's been here in our studio. I always kind of had a little bit of a crush on her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, movies like uh, Pollock, she won uh or she was uh yeah, she won an Oscar for that best supporting actress. Uh Mystic River, bunch of stuff. Space Cowboys. Yes. 61. Uh Gary Larson, creator of the far side, recently uh put out some new stuff. Yeah. How long was he hibernating? So oh my to speak? god. It was like a, a decade? Longer than that. Yeah. He, he quit doing it around, I want to say, Steve, ninety-five. For oh my like god that. yeah yeah because I remember when he when he uh, retired uh, but uh, yeah he quit for a long time but recently uh, have has resurfaced but uh, genius he's seventy years old today uh, Danielle Steele the novelist when I worked at the Beatleton Bookstore in Bay Long Island those books oh
2: my god when they would come out you would be there would be packs of women
0: waiting to get these books yeah <laughs> seventy three today Mila Kunis turns thirty seven years old. Uh, yeah, that 70s show is where we got to know her. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, I thought was such an awesome breakout. I just watched it the other day. Oh, my God. You know, so it's a, uh, a
2: movie that she's good in but is terrible, and yet I watch it every day. It's one of those horrible movies that you watch all the time. Okay. Jupiter. Ascending. Ros- Ascending, Ascending yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, it's horrible.
0: Uh, so she's 37 today. Uh, Dash Crofts, Steve. And to be honest, I never knew his first name was Dash of Seals and Crofts. I didn't know that. Dash Crofts. Crofts is his name. And, of course, Summer Breeze
2: makes me feel fine. Blowing hints of jasmine through my
4: mind.
2: He's...
0: <laughs> he's 80.
2: Look at him. There's a picture of him. He looks like uh, Kenny Rogers. Wow, he oh. does. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Not unless he's the woman.
4: He <laughs> makes me
2: feel calm. They had the longest time. Remember that? There was a thing. In my
0: mind. Did they do did they do Moonshadow as well? Uh Are they come in Moon Chicago? Shadow? No, that was uh that was um Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. Y- yeah, yeah. What did they they had other hits and I don't remember what they were though, uh Seals and Crofts. All right, anyway, he's eighty today. Uh Antonio Fargas, who played Huggy Bear and Starsky and Hutch and Doc on Everybody Hates Chris. Uh, is turning 74 years I, old today. I think he's in
2: Gonna Get You Sucker or uh, Undercover Brother. Okay. But uh, he plays a pimp who's in prison for a super long time. He's released and he's still wearing his clothes from the early 70s. That's great. And he's got shoes with goldfish. Nice.
0: 74 today. Catherine Bell. Mm. Oh. Uh, yes. Oh. She's oh. outstanding. Uh, I, and it was so funny because. Uh, she was on that show Jag, and I never knew how gorgeous she was until she did. I, I forgot what M H M. No, it was stuff. I think okay. Uh, but anyhow, she she did a she did a spread, and we were like, "That's the same person." <laughs> Stunning, Bruce Almighty Army Wives. She's fifty two, and then last birthday I saw is Tim Tebow, and Tim turns thirty three today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Uh, which is there are three main ingredients in gunpowder, potassium nitrate, charcoal, and what is the third one, Two one five two six 263 wmmr And I am going to go to Craig for the answer. Yo, Craig, good morning. Yo, good morning, wieners. What's up? Yo, wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for that third item that is in gunpowder. What is it? I think it's sulfur. Sulfur, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second, Craig. We're going to give you a carload pass for up to four people to see Steel Panther at the Circle Drive-In Theater in Scranton on Saturday, September 12th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but gunpowder, a Chinese invention, yes? I was assumed it was. Yes, right? Yeah, I believe so. All right, so we're going to start with Cuba Gooding Jr. His defense team asked a judge on Thursday to let them grill his alleged sexual assault victim about her preference for threesomes. ...and her small breasts. Uh, This is according to attorney Peter Tombekas. He said this accuser speaks very comfortably on her blog post... ...about her desire and interest and preference to be in a menage a ...rather than a monogamous relationship. Uh, The 30-year-old accused uh, the men, uh, Men of Honor star of squeezing her breast ...at the Moxie Hotel in Times Square in 2019. Gooding has denied the allegations... Now, the assistant DA, Jenna Long, argued that the questions would be barred via the rape shield law, adding that the line of questioning is simply offensive. But uh, Tumbekis argued that it is a philosophical decision and has nothing to do with her sexual history. Uh, the judge wanted more information for determining if the line of questioning would be relevant. The judge asked, do you intend to ask the witness about the size of her breast? Uh, Tumbeckis said, I actually do. She talks about the fact that she's self-conscious about her breast size. She's self-conscious about her hairstyle. When I went to get my license renewed,
2: they asked me about the size of my penis, and I found that very invasive. (laughs)
0: By the way, who isn't self-conscious about their hairstyle or their breast size? So uh, he said of her blog post that uh, he added that her low self-esteem makes her uh, misperceive what she says Gooding did. Mm -hmm. Uh, The judge was not convinced. Uh, The judge said, I don't see how you connect A to B. Uh, And now I'm giving you an order not to do it. So they're not going to allow them to ask the questions. Uh, Gooding and his team. It's wild that this is still. That seems like that
2: started 10 years ago. That freaking deal with the when the footage was released and we were talking about it.
0: Yeah. Gooding and his team were leaving the courthouse. A reporter asked, are women with small breasts delusional? As your lawyer argues, Gooding removed his face mask, revealing a Black Lives Matter sign on the inside, but didn't say anything. Twenty two women have accused him of misconduct. Uh, he has pleaded not guilty to six sex abuse charges. The next hearing is set for September 1st. Fashion designer uh, Michael Costello took Kylie Jenner to task in the comment section of her birthday post that was lauding Olivier Rousting, who had designed a dress that she wore in it. In the post, she said, Thank you, my love. Uh, and then she tagged him on it for the most perfect B day dress. Uh, Many of her 189 million Instagram followers... 189 million! ...praised the bejeweled mini that she was wearing, but Costello had other thoughts. He wrote, thank you, Olivier, for the perfect Day dress. And thank you to the no-name designers who work tirelessly around the clock on custom looks who she won't tag, mention, or at... Oh, snap. Unless it's paid. He continued saying, and thank you to the glam team, who always gets tagged no matter what. This post has nothing to do with me, as Kylie only wears something for me once a year, and I'm lucky if I get a decent pick to post. No shade to any of her team who styles her, and no shame to the glam team. Mm -hmm, The glam team. Even though we know uh, you cannot wait to unfollow me and drag me for filth. (laughs) Ow. Man, it gets catty in the fashion world. Plus, he said, uh, but it's sad that designers no sad, bro. work so, so, so hard on these opportunities to dress these gorgeous, popular women. And they only tag the major high-end designers like Olivia, but forget about the other ones. This has nothing to do with my brand. Mm. But it definitely has a lot to do with the L.A. designers. Why not tag at least one? Not all the time, but maybe once in a while. Shut the- Now it seems that Costello's points were heard loud and clear as it has received two thousand plus likes. But others called him out. Wrote one, she purchased the dress, and if she tags you or not, doesn't matter. Just be happy and move on. Doing things this way is not it for reals. That's actually legit. You you buy it, you're not. You can talk about it. You have paid for the service to receive that that item of clothing. Stop
6: you lust.
0: You don't have to tag. Unless you
2: just... 100, I'm still wrapping my mind around 189 million people. What are they, 331 million people in the country currently? Yeah, something around... 189 million. million of them follow her? Well, yeah. they're not just Americans that are yeah. following her. The yeah, they're all over the world. They're uh, all over the world. That's a good point. Yeah. And
5: part of it is they make money off of these other accounts that they tag. So there's accounts called Like It to Know It. So if you are wearing a dress and you have that, and then somebody pretty much buys it through your link, you make money off of that. Like the ways through that people are making money off of this. Do you piece? realize it's how insane. much money we
2: could be making just by what we wear, Preston? I know. right? All my I'm, superhero T-shirts and yep. stuff like that. All my Delco
3: T-shirts.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. All
5: three of yeah. you are pretty stellar with your T-shirts.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah.
5: You're trendsetters.
0: <sighs> <sighs> we do what we can. Uh, Nick Cannon has denied reports that he plans to file a $1.5 billion lawsuit against Viacom CBS for the rights of a show Wild and Out. So it's apparently not happening, according to TMZ. Nick's rep said that the reports are inaccurate. And he is currently focused on bringing people together and fighting bigotry, racism, and hate. Uh, as previously reported, Viacom CBS severed ties with him after comments that were deemed anti-Semitic on his uh, podcast. Now, in other news, Jessica White revealed on Instagram that she and Nick are no longer together. Uh, she wrote, Someone who values you would never put themselves in a position to lose you. I'm so blessed. I'm whole. What the hell does this mean? And ready to embrace a single life free from all baggage.
4: Oh, man. She's whole again. First Steve. off, I
0: never knew they were together. I don't even know yeah. who she is. Yeah, who so is she? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know who the hell you are. But her name is is in bold here. Yeah, it says right. Jessica White, so she must be some. She must be somebody. I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> uh, she continued saying, I wish nothing but the best for Nick Cannon, but truly excited for the next chapter. Oh,
2: we're ex- so excited for the next chapter in uh, yes. Jessica White's life.
0: Uh, someone tag Brad Pitt and let him know I'm single, and Mama has an abundance of pure love to give. LOL. Ha, ha, no. Ha, ha, oh. ha, ha, ha. Uh, a few weeks back, uh, White revealed that she and Nick were together despite the announcement that he was expecting another child with Brittany Bell. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> this These people. Uh, Drake Bell, remember him? Yeah, oh, yeah. Drake Bell. Josh, Josh and Drake, Drake yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he went on to have his, he's uh, trying to mount a uh, music career. Yeah. Uh, his ex-girlfriend, Melissa Lingefeld, who goes by Jimmy Ono. Is speaking out against the star the in a TikTok video. She accused the 34 year old of verbal and physical abuse. I can't believe he's 34 years old. He's, he's starting seems, to. He lo- seems like a kid to me. Yeah, you always think of
2: him looking like a kid, and when yeah. you see a picture now where he sort of has the more um, uh,
0: the more defined facial yeah. features, he lost
2: that sort of like baby fat. It's like that's ah, not the same guy.
0: Uh, the pair got together in 2006 when she was 16 and being homeschooled. Uh, she said that she moved in with him, and that a year in, he started verbally abusing her. She said it then turned physical, hitting, throwing everything. Uh, she accused him of dragging her down the stairs in their home at one point during the relationship, which ended in 2009. Has <laughs> anything ever come from it legally? Uh, well, not that. No, nothing has come from that legally. Now he says uh, that he quote never abused my ex girlfriend or did so many other things that Melissa falsely claimed. In her TikTok video, clearly Melissa still felt close enough to me last year that she was comfortable reaching out to ask me to provide her with financial support during a tough time, which I did. And he added that he plans to consider legal options in light of the accusations. He said, I do not know if today's behavior is some kind of misguided quest for more money or attention, but I cannot and will not allow these events of defamatory allegations to go unchallenged, and I'm reviewing my legal options. Other women actually are coming forward as well on social media. One said that uh, he slept with her when she was 15 and he was 20. Uh, she also, oh, uh, Lingafelt also shared a DM conversation between herself and Bell's ex, uh, Pady Lane Lopatchen. I don't know who she is. Lopatchen reached out to Lingefeld to say, I will stand by your side and back you up. I went through the same horrific verbal, physical, and mental abuse. Uh, she writes that she was, quote, manipulated and brainwashed. when And when Lingenfeld replies he had sex with a hundred, uh, hundreds of underage girls, Lopatian uh, answers yes and said there were so many days where I thought Melissa went through this and she got out and he called me a C word and loved to call me a whore. Hmm. Okay. And then another ex wrote a bunch of stuff about the same type of thing. So I don't know, man. Oh. Yeah, that's apparently what she Jeez, said. Mel no Gibson School of no Dating. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, on to lighter news David Blaine will attempt to float across the Hudson River from New Jersey to New York City while holding on to a bunch of helium-filled balloons later this month in his first large-scale live stunt in nearly a decade.
2: So I saw him, I guess he was with Stallone on, on an Instagram post. Did you see this? I know you follow Stallone on uh, Instagram. No, too,
0: actually, right? I don't
3: follow him on Instagram. I do. Right. Did you see, I, did did you? I didn't see that one. Okay,
2: no. so and I was wondering what the story was, and there was a picture of... Look like a classic picture of a guy holding onto a bunch of balloons and floating away. Right, and this is what I guess he's attempting to do.
0: Yeah, Blaine has partnered with YouTube for this upcoming event titled Blaine uh, David Blaine Ascension. It's going to be very exciting. And he shared a teaser trailer on Wednesday.
2: What are you going to do?
0: that's great? Is him David slide together? <laughs> now here is what he thinks about it. sticks. So, uh, YouTube posted. An anxiety. You're better than that. An anxiety inducing. Pro-
2: Pretty balloons!
0: Calm down. Including a promo shot of a man who could very well be blamed clutching onto some gigantic balloons with just one arm. This actually uh, occasionally is a nightmare that I have. Like uh, balloons, or you're you're, you're like uh, with a hot air balloon or
2: something, like, you know. Really? And you start going up, and you just yeah. I like the flying dream where you're able to control your own flying. Yeah, but, but this sort of thing where you have no control is
0: a is an occasional nightmare for no me. No kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. You know, uh, did you ever have them before we went up on a hot air balloon? Together? I did. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that didn't help us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I but
2: I I loved God. it. Once we got but we you and I had that look. I looked at your face and you we were both thinking
0: the same thing. Oh, I was terrified. This is on going the way, up way up way too fast. Yeah. We 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 <laughs> shot up to a thousand feet, and I'm like, we're in a wicker <laughs> basket, dude. Was uh-huh. basically
2: not... in a large version of the thing you keep your keys in at home. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Uh, but after after he got comfortable, it was, it was great. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it was so romantic. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> it was romantic, and yeah. I remember the top of my head being so
2: goddamn hot because yeah. those flames are shooting above there. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: yep. When they would turn that on, it would get really hot in there. Uh, so anyhow, uh, the sight of someone soaring through the sky. I can the, see my home with the aid of numerous balloons, draws comparisons to the animated film Up, and Blaine acknowledged that his stunt has been 10 years in the making in a statement which suggests that Up could have inspired him uh, to give us a the picture that we saw. Uh, so New York City has served as a backdrop for a few of his previous stunts, including uh, the one in 1999 where he was buried in a box under a water tank and the time he spent seven days submerged in a water-filled sphere in 2006. He also did
2: one in Central Park where he stood on a column, right, for a week? Mm-hmm. I remember that because and he was, fell off of it. He jumped off yeah, of it. Yeah, he was dating Avril Levine at the time. No, you know, not I Avril Levine. He was no. dating um, not Avril Levine. Uh, oh yeah, uh, um, Fiona, Fiona Apple. Apple. Yep, and exactly. And she would, kept showing up to see that. Okay. To just stand there.
3: The only thing I really care about when these things come about is uh, is there going to be a TV special that goes along with it? There and usually
0: is there, there be is. One. Yeah, you,
2: you're going to love
0: it. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, actor Dennis Quaid saw a news report about a cat. Named Dennis Quaid at the Lynchburg Humane Society in Vir- Virginia. And he decided he was going to go get him. it's, it's not that great? Adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the feline... he had
2: to. He's not adopting the cat Randy Quaid that keeps eating its own crap. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who would want to? The feline
0: Quaid is a six-year-old black cat who weighs just under 14 pounds. Is a biggie. Uh, his BioHumane Society website says, I may not live up to my dramatic and artistic actor namesake. I'd rather watch his movies. With you curled up on the couch. And the folks at the Society refused to believe that it was the actor actually calling until they got him on Zoom. Yeah. And Quaid said he had scheduled a flight from L.A. to pick up his cat. So how great is that? I think that's, that's so adorable. Cute. I, love it. I, I liked, love it. I like the uh, the cats with proper
2: names. We, we had a, a yeah. run for a while where all our cats just had proper human names.
0: All right. We have audio of this. Uh, they, my, Anthony Michael Hall, <laughs> the actor. You know, who's for, had a couple run-ins. Yeah. 16 candles yeah. and breakfast club and so on. Uh was caught on video cursing out a group of people hanging outside uh poolside at the South Congress Hotel in Austin, Texas. He's a hothead. He's had stuff with his neighbors before. Oh,
2: he he actually I he did he beat down the neighbor or jump on top of him. It was something over a, a hose.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. Whatever the story
2: way. was, yeah, he does, he goes from zero
0: to 60. So I have audio of this, and then I have a, a statement that he put out. So here is, uh, this is him uh, yelling at guests. So
7: kiss my ass, okay? Because Eddie and his mother
6: and his German father don't give a Neither do I, but all three of your opinions. So kiss my ass,
8: okay? You,
9: you know what? Say
8: your opinions. You need I don't give a you- now, you know what? I'll give a f- what you think about yes, me, Rosie O'Donnell, Stop okay? Give a f- what you think, you think, or you think, so kiss my ass, okay?
4: Insane. F- you're, you're insane
8: I'm for disrespecting honestly. me, okay?
4: Because you're out of
8: line.
2: You're insane. You're out of line. You're you're
4: out of line. And you know, their family
2: is unaffected by you and your attitudes. all
6: you, I'm sorry. You. Yeah, I'm crazy, kiss my ass. Film me.
9: Yeah, I got it. Yeah,
0: good. I got you too,
9: okay? i you calm Show up the Democratic
0: Party, kiss my ass. I wonder... I wonder what started it. Do you so, think they were filming him and he didn't like it? No. Uh, as the story goes, they he showed up and I
2: guess he was with a couple other people, maybe family members, and they were playing. He was playing music very loudly. He was. He was okay. And they asked him to just to tone it down a bit, and uh, that's when he went off. Okay. And then the pool actual um, uh, people from the uh, the hotel. It looks more like a little bit like a hotel motel, but anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, they came out and tried to get him out of the pool, asked him to leave the pool, and he started splashing them.
0: Okay. Yeah. We have uh, the audio of that. All right, here
2: we go.
8: You are too small to get on my way. Mike, Mike, sir. Let's go. Bro, you all three are out of control, and you're disrespectful. Let's you go, Mike. Mike,
0: stop, stop. Let's go. These people are disrespectful.
3: Yeah, she's filming it. Let's
0: go, Mike. Yeah. Are these his friends? Tell him just. Yeah. Go. I think so. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Film
2: it, Okay. He. It's funny because you think of that that oh. kid in Sixteen Candles, and uh, but he's had a chip on his shoulder. We had him on just recently because he was on Schooled, and he was playing a uh, a,
0: a guidance counselor. I think he was, and uh, and he was great. But I mean. He, well, what was his statement? What did he, say? What did he have to he say said, for himself? as a result of a misunderstanding and miscommunication between myself and some hotel guests, the situation needlessly and regrettably escalated. I am deeply sorry for my words and actions and ask for forgiveness from anyone who I may have offended. You know, when you, you have known people in your life, Preston, I mean, we, we
2: all have. If you do, if you have to issue one of these in your life, okay. You know, yeah. like we all make mistakes. Right. He has a steady stream of them. Uh-huh.
0: And it's like, the world is trying to tell you something. You may be the yeah. problem. You could be the problem. Uh, and and, I, and I've known people like that who Who all, can't see it. Who, who are on the wrong side yeah. time mm-hmm. after time again. And it's like, dude, you need to... Do you
2: wonder why you always have to do these sort of yeah. apologies? There's, the, I guess you have to have an aha moment. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and I you know. I mean,
2: that's a great band, and they can get you through a lot. They can, yeah. yes. And I they mean, do take say, on take on me. On me. Yeah, yeah, take on, on me. me. Not other people. Not the people in the
0: pool. Take me right. on. Right. All right, so anyhow, he's he's apologized. So. Um, Alec Baldwin is calling upon Governor Tom Wolfe. To help an obese black bear, Dylan, and others like him find a better life. We've talked about this before. uh, Yes. Uh, Union County Sportsman's Club in Pennsylvania. uh, The Wildlife Animal Sanctuary in Colorado, apparently uh, in January. And now Baldwin himself, on behalf of PETA, wants Wolf to charge the club with neglect. Uh, The 62-year-old wrote in a letter obtained by Page Six that, quote, his abusers still haven't been charged with cruelty to animals and neglect over Dylan's mistreatment. An example must be set to help other animals stuck in similarly shoddy situations. Uh, he called out Dylan's morbidly obese weight of 857 pounds, oh. which is more than two and a half times the normal weight of a male Asiatic black bear. Uh, so, so, what's yeah. the status, and what are they saying at this
2: at this place? I don't know. I remember one of the most depressing things in the world was when I was a not a kid, but yeah, you know, maybe you know, teenager, and we visited this place in the Catskills, in New York. And they had this, it was like a roadside zoo. And I'm like, I'm, no, I'm never going to one of these places again like that because yeah. it is it is depressing. A lot of times these animals are are being abused.
0: Yeah, yep. Like
2: like Tiger King, for example. Yep, there you exactly. go.
0: All right, and then one last story. Uh, Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, and Sebastian Stan top Netflix's The Devil All the Time, which is based on the novel of the same name by Donald Ray Pollock. Uh, trailer for the film, which shows how a group of sinister figures converge around a young man fighting off evil forces has dropped, and that film will uh, premiere on September 16th, by the way.
2: Yeah, we don't get any any uh, film openings today, right? No. There's nothing. It, nope, nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, we're going to move
0: right uh, to the clips. Okay. Ah... Uh. Do you want to do one?
3: No, Magic Camp opens today, guys. Come on. on <laughs> well, on well, Disney Plus. well.
2: <laughs> do you want to do it or no?
0: Um, We're just going to do the clips. I don't have any information on it. <laughs> a hunter teams up with a local sheriff to help track down a vicious killer who may have kidnapped his daughter in the silencing. And here, co-star Annabelle Wallace, Annabelle, discusses playing dark and complex characters. Here we go.
9: I definitely am I'm loved by characters that are complex in a way that you'd only admit to understanding in your deep self, because we all make mistakes and we are all flawed, and there's a, there's a cathartic element to, to doing what you do and, and trying out and, and airing some truths that maybe you weren't comfortable kind of airing. Annabelle,
6: Annabelle, 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 Annabelle,
0: the, the and Annabelle, it, Annabelle, the belt. And the belt. And the belt. The silencing is now... Available on demand. Here's the next clip. If you could meet your great-grandparent when they were your age, would you? Uh, The film, An American Pickle, brings that concept to life. And in this clip, star Seth Rogen discusses how a conversation with writer Simon Rich brought this movie to life.
6: It was all based on the concept that... I think it's pretty universal, and I know I related to it, where he was like, I had a picture of my grandfather when he was in his late 20s, early 30s, and he's like, I would always look at it and think that if we knew each other when we were the same age, he would that was really kind of like the inception of the idea. Is like, what if you met your own great grandfather while you were the same age?
0: Is there uh, some of the uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just improv that you have been known to uh, become to known as? I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> an American pickle is streaming now on HBO Max. That was who I was talking to, Seth Rogan, when I asked that yeah. <laughs> question um, years and years ago.
2: That does pose an interesting <laughs> question, though, about that about you know your relatives. You know, how what would they think of us now? And you know. I think of like you know, I, I I have some memories of my grandfather, and uh, he always seemed to like me. But I'm like, I I wonder, you know, in in that time frame, would would we have anything common? You know, and, and probably not.
0: No, definitely not. Yeah. My my relatives were all uh, backwards-ass country folk. Yeah, uh, in the hills of Kentucky, they I would not relate with them at all.
5: Oh, I would love to hang out with my grandmother. She used to run bets in AC, and oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And- but she was she was pretty
0: cool. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. And there you go. That's the entertainment report for this morning. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back in a moment. Don't forget a couple of friends on the show. Bert Kreischer yeah. will be joining us. His show is on Sunday, Citizens Bank Park, and we have a chance for you to win tickets with the letter today, word of the Week Prize. And we're also checking in with our good friend Todd Glass. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's
1: you. Why have you asked? Godsmack. God smack. I'm
4: gonna be?
7: Green
9: Day.
4: We just keep on dreaming.
9: New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. So,
0: a week from today, we are going forward with the 15th annual, I believe, for Preston and Steve blood drive. It's going to be different this year because of the pandemic and the restrictions. And so, we are splitting it up into three locations instead of one Uh, the Fillmore in Philadelphia, the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, and the FOP Lodge in Northeast. So, here's what we need you to do we need you to sign up for this and come out and please support the American Red Cross because they need the help. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t shirt. Uh, as of yesterday, I think we're only at like sixty percent capacity, so we've got room for you. We would love for you to come out. And keep in mind, social distancing, face masks. There's all kinds of guidelines that are going to be followed, and you will you will be safe. Everything will be wonderfully, uh, you know, meticulously. Uh, cared for as far as your safety goes. Oh yeah, I mean
2: it's the Red Cross. They know what they're doing. They're you know this is this is everything that they're about, which is making sure you're going to be safe. Members of the show
0: will be at different locations, yeah. so we would love to see you. Please come out and help us out with this. So it's one week from today, and it's there's there's various times uh, there uh, by location. So 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. is pretty much the window. And we know it's Friday. It's way different than it has been in the past, we've usually done it on the weekend. Uh, But we're asking for your help, so please sign up for this. If you can, you can go to WMMR.com to get the details and also read the eligibility guidelines while you're online.
2: Well, one of the benefits, too, of doing it this way, because it is an extenuating circumstance, is that throughout the morning we're going to be able to remind you and hit it and then go off to our various locations. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, Pierre is going to do likewise, and we just... Obviously, we as you said, you know, we had we had a wonderful record breaker last year. Yeah. Probably not going to do that, but boy it would be great to get, you know, to get a nice turnout.
0: Please come out if you can. Um a couple of texts coming in this morning uh about an event uh an incident yeah that took place last night our good friend uh, Big Jay Okerson was uh was doing a show. He was at uh, this place called Soul, jo- Soul Joel's Comedy Club and Lounge it's in Royersford. Uh, and it's an outdoor place. They've been having comedy shows, and and I would like to take calls from anybody who happened to be there and see what took place because uh, apparently Jay was kind of yanked off stage, and there was a big, uh, as Bill Weston would say, a, a kerfuffle,
4: kerfuffle oh my God. Um, <laughs> that took place. Uh, oh, no. so,
0: yeah. It's kerfuffle and a bit of a kerfuffle. And so uh, I, I'd like to hear from witnesses who may have been a part of this thing, but apparently somebody got... Um was I guess there were I don't know if there were hecklers or unruly members, drunk members, or whatever. Somebody, grabbed and, big J, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, well, uh, according to this, Marissa found something online that he was sitting on a stool and somebody yanked the stool ah. yeah, from and and pulled him off stage and he fell into the crowd. And then Luis uh, Gomez, who was also on the uh, on the bill jumped in the fracas the kerfuffle the kerfuffle and uh, he added to the kerfuffleness. and started mixing it up a little bit and uh going after i i guess it was a guy i don't know if there were some other people that were involved i mean casey i think you had read something that uh and i think
3: uh, it was a couple of girls who maybe were offended here's the deal jay, i don't know exactly. jay does a lot of crowd work yes he also, does he's also filthy dirty um
2: so he some people insanely
3: dirty some people may not
2: understand what they're getting into. How you don't know. I I can see, okay, you're going to wander into a show possibly. Mm -hmm. But this is... this is what he's known for. Yeah, I, yeah.
5: I was was talking about it yesterday. I was wondering how he does shows out in like public, out in a park. Like mm-hmm. he, he is yeah. so dirty that how is he in a public space? He's
2: great. Yeah. His, I mean, his, I, I his dirtiness it. transcends. Oh I don't care how stuck up you are, he'll get you to come around.
5: And I usually don't like that sorts of sort of humor. Yeah, he cracks me up.
0: And his his crowd work, as Casey said, is just. It's just on. If you don't know what crowd work is, it's essentially just talking with members of the audience mm-hmm. and riffing and going with whatever. It's mm-hmm. all improv, whatever comes up at the time. And Jay is a master at it. He's when well, we had him perform
3: at our. It was um. It was a like a Fat Tuesday. I uh, think so.
4: Oh yeah. At, at Club, club Risque. Yeah, yeah.
3: And he was like, "Oh, I don't. Are you? I'm performing at a strip club. He killed that.
0: Oh my night. God. He was hilarious. <laughs> so good. I'll never forget it. All right, let me get uh, 215-263-WMMR if you happen to have uh, been there last night and know exactly what happened. Jamie was there. Says it was in the front row. Jamie, how you doing, man?
10: Good morning, Gadzuz. Oh, oh <laughs>
0: Jamie. I'm sorry. Female Jamie. Hi, God, Zeus to you, Jamie.
10: <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, my uh, my fiancé and I and our friends were there. And let me just tell you, this was bananas. And <laughs> just to give you perspective, the family behind us was the family, was the young lady who got, I'm um, quote-unquote, offended she was definitely imbibing um you know there was a lot of alcohol involved her father kept coming up to sit with us cuz he was embarrassed about all the things that she was yelling out Oh, at no. the oh man
0: his so she was heckling daughter. yeah his own daughter yeah. all right so what uh tell us did this start right away or was it to deep into a set when she started uh, um, being vocal
10: it was it was pretty much into a set and it didn't just it didn't just start like with him like she was shouting out there was a lot of um you know back and forth i think um she said a couple things to lewis and the thing was was she kept saying stuff that was ammo like if if you're a fan of big jay you got to know that anything you give him uh-huh. he's going to use <laughs> oh yeah yeah. And, and it's a compliment you should be complimented when when a comic comes at you <laughs> sure
0: <laughs> and so what at what point did it turn what what oh, what pushed it
10: my gosh so it was it was just bananas it was crazy so she, she kept going on and on. I don't I don't want to, you know, speak about somebody and, and they can't defend themselves. Right. But she was setting him up. He She was setting it up and he was knocking him down. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I think it was her mom and her sister um, escorted her out of there. And she shouted. She's like, I'll fight anybody in this room. Whatever. Oh,
4: no. I'll, t- so when you hear
2: those. the, I'll,
10: I'll fight, I'll fight, you're
2: a crumb bum. Yeah.
10: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, you oh, crumb three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: um, and and so they go out so they they escort her out what happens after that
10: yeah her family escorted her out but that wasn't when the fight broke out her brother before i know it i'm sitting there on the ground minding my own business her brother throws a bag of chips i think there's three chips being handed out because i'm just enjoying (laughs) myself and he walks up to jay like he's gonna like you know do something about it and jay's calm cool professional collected next thing i know the guy is Yanking on Jay's, like, pulling Jay off the stage. The crowd descends. Jay's fine, thank God. And people are just mauling this guy. I'm trying to get the people that were in front of me away from them because I don't want a young lady catching a haymaker. Where's security
2: at crazy. this point? I mean, yeah, did anybody from the establishment yeah. make
10: their way over there? Um, no, like, the, the security guys jumped in, but it was an outdoor. It was just this, like, this, this teeny little man-made beach outdoor venue. It's not like they were stacked with security. They jumped in. But it doesn't matter that they jumped in or not. The crowd was right there. I mean, I was less than ten feet from Jay. So Jamie. All
2: Jamie, so all, all the all the big Jay supporters, obviously a lot of fans sitting there that want to support Jay, they jump in and they start going at this guy.
10: Yep. They were like it was it was bad. I was scared. My fiance actually had stepped away just before. So I'm like, Oh my God, he's a big Jay guy. Please don't get in this fight. <laughs> he wasn't, thank God. Um it was just—it was insane. And I actually got to say goodbye to Jay at the end of the night. We hung out. We were one of the last people to leave, and I got to to say hi to him. We got a picture with him, and we made sure he was fine. But it was like—it was like, come on, man! Like, if you have thin skin, don't go to a comedy show. And if you really have thin skin, don't give them ammo to use against you. It's just not going to work out. We're
2: watching footage now. We're oh, seeing it. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. attacked yeah. him from
0: behind. Oh yeah, yeah. He runs up and knocks him off the stage. Wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, what a coward! Insane. Oh my it was crazy god. Town. Um, All right. well, made for an entertaining evening, right, Jamie? Oh,
10: my gosh. Like, we've been on lockdown. We we came and we had our little section where we were all safe. We brought Wawa Hoagies. We were going to have ourselves a nice evening, and we did. Like, shout out to all the comics. Lewis and Jay, like, they were amazing. And it's just, it's sad. Like, at the end of the day, it's just sad that these guys were trying to do a good thing for all of us. And somebody, you know,
0: who can't hold their liquor ruined part of it. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. All right. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate it. I listen, it's it it happens from time to time. There are people and and this is not just at, at comedy clubs, you know, because there's a holes in pretty much almost any public situation. Yeah, right? yeah. Especially if there's booze involved. But I've been at comedy shows where somebody just does a running commentary. Um, when, when the comedian is on stage doing their routine, telling these jokes that they've worked on yeah. and they just comment out loud over and over to no one in particular, just out loud. I'm like, you're ruining this for Like me, it's man. a
2: participatory event mm-hmm. and, and it, and it well, who and has th- that disconnect. That's why we're blessed to have the comedy clubs that we have here because they, they, you know, the, they, they, they will jump on. Uh, people and eject them because you're ruining it. You paid money. You know it's 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 not cheap a lot of times. Yeah. And just now as we're starting to get stand up comedy back up and running, president. So for the years that I did stand up, um, it you know I, I would do crowd work as well, not as much as Jay does. Jay will go out and do an entire show of crowd work. Yeah. But you know because I did have material that I would prepared and, and and Jay does too. But I you know I I would do a healthy balance between both. But yeah, you you get that all the time. And I remember you know. Hey. Uh, Situations where the crowd, when the crowd starts to turn on you, when yeah. not me, not me, the performer, but the heckler. Yeah, yeah. Take the take the, note. take the note. Everyone in the audience is reacting to you being obnoxious. They're basically saying, "We paid for this," and the guy with the microphone, and you're robbing us. Guy with the microphone wins like all time. the time. Yeah. And I, I remember taking down one guy who I would love, would have loved to have kicked his ass. Yeah, but I got the crowd to turn on him. And that was that.
0: Are hecklers ever sober?
2: Yes, yeah, they are. Really, sometimes.
0: Because this uh, sounds like just a drunk chick who just could not. Would I say ninety nine
2: percent of the time they're yeah. drunk? Yeah, yeah. You you get the the, <laughs> the equivalent of of beer muscles.
5: The first thing that bothered me about that story is that her dad got up and left and went to another table. Yeah, like her dad should have taken her out. Like at some point you have to recognize, I. And responsible for this problem. I need to remove it. Yeah. Well, usually the, responsibility.
3: Well, the um the staff needs to go and remove that as well because there are other paying customers and stuff. So it shouldn't be incumbent upon your friends or family to take you out. It's, you know, the, the the staff there or whatever. But, I mean, what really stood out to me, I had no idea that this dude came up from behind him on the stage. Jay's probably thinking, like, I mean, he went off the stage. Is like, they have it happened. hits, hits yeah. the ground. Like, uh-huh. what? Yeah. What was that Yeah,
2: exactly? Well, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Here's a case too. And this this reminds me of of conversations we've had about this. You're with someone who's drunk. Mhm. Oh man. Or someone who's acting up who gets you yeah. oh. into a fight. Oh. Who you're
0: you're not doing a goddamn thing Yeah. and they get you and this per- into the fight. And the person you know is wrong. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you have to do there's a moral moment where you have to go, okay. <gasps> this person that I'm with is being an idiot. Yet I'm friends with them. Okay. Or or they're my girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Oh, the girlfriend. And I have to make a decision. Do I back them up simply because I know them even though they're way wrong? Or uh-huh. you know what I mean? Well the girlfriend thing lays down a whole nother layer. You're oh exactly God, right. God. So you're with I... a girlfriend or a
2: girlfriend's girlfriend who you, you're out with and they cause something and then suddenly you're now oh, you're dude. like oh man
0: This idiot that okay. I that I dated Teresa, she she was a drink thrower. Oh, oh. My God. The whole I'd, thing? Just not the cup. Okay, not just one she, she, th- she would throw the liquid. Oh my god. I was just like, should we get into a bitch battle with some other girl oh. over I don't know what and then throw a drink on her and then guess who's gotta get in the <laughs> middle and separate the girls? And if a bouncer sees this happening, guess who they're coming after? The dude. Of course. Yeah,
2: of course. They're not
0: going to jump on the girl.
2: Mm-hmm. I, there's oh, there's actually footage of something that just oh, happened. Oh, I hated her. Preston, <laughs> you just reminded me. It's a, I just think it was out in California. These two guys were sitting on a bench. They were drinking coffee. Uh, they, like, you know, some Starbucks or something, whatever. And they're there. And apparently they didn't have masks on as they're having their their deal. And this pissed off this woman and her boyfriend as they're walking past. And they, they, they get into a little altercation. But then the woman comes back and throws her drink. Drink, ah, So what happens? The guy gets up goes right past the girl who threw, who threw the drink and starts beating the crap out of the boyfriend.
4: Oh, yes. man.
5: <laughs> All right, yes, be...
0: by proxy. Yeah.
2: Yes! Yes!
5: There must... <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. there must be something about a drink in your hand then because I am not a drink thrower. I'm not that person. But there was one time I was at an Eagles game. I was in my seats, my season tickets. It was when they sucked. My ent- entire section was empty. Entire section emptied out. I have a little wall so I can kind of like stand or sit at my leisure. These three people come in, and they stood right in front of us. Right. Like, right and in front of us. And there's
0: nobody else in the
5: section. No one. No one's there. They could have moved. Either way. And I, like, maybe chirped a little bit. And right. And chirped a little bit more. And they didn't move. They mm. didn't do anything. And I probably was drinking for, like, eight hours that day. And I threw a cup of ice at them.
3: Oh, okay. And so okay. what happened?
5: I mean, it hit them in the head. and then The whole
3: cup or just the, dumped the ice no, on them? like,
5: chucked my cup at them. Oh. Like, so I I kind of, like, flipped it up. My brother and my boyfriend at the time kind of had to, like... (sighs)
2: Uh, (sighs) Yeah, yeah. You were the drink thrower.
5: I was the drink thrower. There (laughs) must be something about a drink in your hand Mm -hmm. when you just have... Nothing else to do. You want to punch a wall? You want to do something? It's just right there, well, and you can just chuck it.
0: You also know it's not going to hurt them. It's just going to piss them off really bad. Yeah. So I guess that's a thing. But and then, don't do that. But I, mean,
5: I never did it again. But okay. there's one time. Okay. Oh, one oh. time. But you owned it. I got okay, it, and that's fine. Did throw champagne at my. Boyfriend. So do you guys know the um, <laughs> okay, the all?
3: It. There's a couple of all nude clubs here that you could go to, and you I did can. Not. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but you can also you can buy lollipops that have been. Inside of the dancers, is that right? Yes. Excuse me. Okay. okay. You can for for twenty bucks, you can buy a lollipop. I think it's. a This blow is a whole record. other topic. I think we're going into. Well, why no. would
0: you want that? Okay. Uh,
3: no, I, I didn't. This yeah. was not me. So we're we're talking about somebody else getting you in trouble. The person that I was with at this bouncer party this started, tastes like crap. <laughs> started to not didn't that, say
4: the, where. Uh, the, yeah. no.
3: Anyway, no. listen, he he, uh, he was chewing up the the lollipop, and then he was he was like throwing the the chewed up pieces at the dancers on the stage. What? Completely, I know. Listen, dude was an a hole. Well, however, the bouncer then got up onto the stage, and this dude was me, and I was like straight out of a movie, right? He had like bald head goatee and a chain and a padlock around his neck i mean it's like straight up out of a movie and he yeah. starts yelling at the crowd well this guy is so tough in the crowd he starts yelling like f you but the dude's standing behind me and now the bouncer is yelling at me because he thinks i'm the one that's yelling it oh, no. and he's called me the the c word yeah and all the, i was like dude i'm like it was not me he's like i'm gonna come there i'm gonna kick your ass you see I was like, oh man, and I just turn around and this guy. I'm like, shut the f up! You're going to get my, you're going to get me kicked out of here, or you're going to get my
0: ass kicked, or both. You know? Uh, yeah. Mm. I know. I know. I know. Sometimes it's somebody that's- else causing it.
5: Well, that's another thing is if somebody's doing it right behind you and they think it's you, and people get mad at you, and you're like,
2: that I wasn't know. me. A lot of times, though, you have the deflection. There, there's a different connection when you have s- someone you're with, you, you know, like a girlfriend, like. Or a boyfriend or somebody I've seen it too where the girlfriend tries to tamp down the situation with an unruly boyfriend. Yeah. And then and then the melee starts. Do you have you ever seen Well, I've seen my share of girl fights too. Oh yeah. Man, they're
3: scary. Yeah. In fact <laughs> they're 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 more... they don't, I, dude, I don't think they know what they're Listen, I know that they know what they're doing. I but they slam people's like heads into the pavement like over and over and over. I'm like, You're go you are going to kill this person. You mm-hmm. know that, right? Mm-hmm.
0: They usually have a lot to grip onto. With yeah, hair. <laughs> they want, and they won't let go of the hair. Right, right, yeah, right exactly. Right. You can't separate them. Uh, but yeah, it's listen. Uh, this this gal apparently who who got this whole fracas, this whole kerfuffle, <laughs> this kerfuffle <laughs> started last night with Big Jay. Uh, I, you know, I, I listen. It was the idiot that that didn't that jumped on stage and tackled Jay. Didn't need to do that, obviously. But I mean, have you ever you, seen? Like, have you ever seen like a brawl like that at a place you've you've been? I mean. Well, not not at a, at a performance, but I used to I used to be a, a nightclub DJ, yeah. And oh I, yeah, well, you, you would see. So I saw him. I'm, in fact, it was my job <laughs> I to. When I would see a fight, I had the the house mic, right? So I would say security to the dance floor, security to the front door, wherever it would be. <laughs> oh man! And then you would see these people just descend on them and just uh, it was you know they beat the crap out of them. The good like the double deuce. Oh yeah. yes, yep. I yeah. saw. There's a place called Rivers and on the Lecleese Landing in St. Louis. a regular Saturday night thing. <laughs> my regular Saturday night thing. Absolutely, <laughs> sure, man! I did the Saturday night party mix there, and it'll be
4: my regular Saturday night thing, baby. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> but
0: I mean, it, there was a brawl without question every single time, no matter when it was, and and it was uh, these guys, these bouncers were ruthless, man. They just they were guys that liked to beat people
2: up. Uh-huh. Yeah, up, that's that's bad too because I know, I know. Uh, obviously then the the club is liable
0: if you I don't know make someone a cripple. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, it's the worst, though, when somebody else starts something and you are all of a sudden associated, you're you're now part of it. And a lot of times you don't know. You don't even know how it started in the first
2: place. Whose fault it was. My 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 one of my best friends, a guy named Scott, his girlfriend was that girl that that was all when she got lit up, she got contentious and man. And this guy was not big. And, And so I after a while, we stopped going out. I had a girlfriend at the time as couples because she would be. She'd be the flashpoint, and he couldn't defend. He was a smaller guy. Yeah. So all eyes would go to me in this foursome, in this in this group, and I'm like, no. I'm. And that, the thing would always kill me. I'm not drinking. Yeah. I don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm completely – I'm totally fine. I'm not – you know, yelling or being sloppy, and yet I'm catching. All and the crap. maybe
3: as a result, you can't. You don't suffer that as much. You know what I mean? I like, can't it, take it. Yeah, I can't take it. it. I got attacked from behind at a bar, and it was because of something that a friend's. And I don't even know if she was a girlfriend, but it was a girl that he was with. There was, long story short, there was a guy at the bar who was passed out, and the guy that I was with, intern Joe, um, had, had this girl that was with him. And she thought it was funny that he was passed out of the bar, so she started taking pictures of this guy. I have nothing to do with what's going on here at all. Okay. I'm in a separate conversation. Everything that's happening is happening behind me. Well, dude's friend, whose pictures are being taken, he takes exception. He comes over, starts yelling at uh, Joe and this girl, and this is all going on behind me. I turn around because I hear a kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Kerfuffle on the
2: floor. Kerfuffle on the floor.
3: And dude's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Passed up. Pictures. And I see, and the dude that they're taking pictures of, I know. Okay. okay. You know him. Okay. But I still don't know what's going on. All I say, I go, oh, he's fine. Leave him alone. Uh, just go have a drink at the bar. I turn around. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm going flying into uh, a table and a a crowd of people because the dude just attacked me for no reason. From behind? He didn't like like what you said. I don't know. I have no, (laughs) dude. I have no idea. Whatever was going on behind me, I was a part of it for about ten seconds max. And I have, and then a huge thing broke out. Like the dude not only attacked me from behind, but then he was coming up to punch me. Uh, another dude that I was with ended up like breaking that up. And then next thing I know, I'm not, I get picked up off the ground by bouncers who are now carrying me out the door. And I'm like, what? I'm <laughs>
6: like, Jay. Okay. Like
3: with like, like with intern, with, inter- with, with big day. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't even have enough time to like to process, to process anything. And now I'm being like, what brought out the door. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on <laughs> right now?
2: Um, I am not an animal. I am,
3: yeah. And then the only thing I did wrong that night is I should have went home at this point. I knew the person who owned the bar. He came over as I was being escorted out. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. Like, who is that guy? That guy attacked me. And then he's like, all right, well, then uh, that guy, you stay in the back of the bar. You stay here in the front of the bar. I should have went home. I didn't. Because for the next hour, me and that guy were FUing from across the bar. What? I know. I can't believe they
0: let both of you guys stay, even though you knew the owner. <laughs>
3: well, I, I knew the, the owner. That's okay. <laughs> not how you handle a situation. No, the,
0: you know, the
2: situation. And who's in the people at the bar? They want to see that?
3: Wow. Dude. I mean, it ended up turning into a complete S-show. And, and the part that made me so mad. And when I woke up the next day, I'm like, everybody thinks I did something wrong. You know what I mean? Because nobody, like, there were, you know, a few hundred people yeah. in the bar, and everybody, all people yeah. saw was me being carried out. Right. And they're like, oh, oh, that guy's a clown. Like, he totally, you know, messed something up last. I'm
0: like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, when you get blindsided like that, it, I, it you're just insanely confused, and that makes you really mad because you don't understand what the hell what went on in the first place. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I should have went home. <laughs> you should have. But listen, this still—you still get angry about this today. Well,
3: so when when I got up the next morning, I had when I was getting like kicked out and all that. I still had. I didn't know that intern Joe and and his friend were taking pictures of somebody. Right. I didn't find that out until the next day. Yeah. You. So just all you, you were, know, is
2: you were thought, you you were you were. Bum rush by somebody and had no reason for it. It and pissed you off. It pissed me off, and
3: then I wasn't even able to reconcile with the attacker for another couple of years. He didn't know what was going on when, yeah. I, when eventually I ended up seeing him out. I said, "Hey, do you remember this thing that happened?" He's like, "Yeah, you were messing with my buddy." I'm like, "No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I had nothing that I was like. You attacked me for no reason."
2: And then yeah. he punched in the face.
3: And then he pushed me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen. Let's make no bones about it. This dude, drunk, sober, whatever, could kick my ass. Right. Like you know, so I'm not I'm not
0: a tough guy here by any means. All right. Let me let me go to some calls. I have uh, Lou on the line. Hey Lou. <laughs>
6: oh man. Who's Lou?
0: I knew it. Yeah. Who's Lou? Hey Lou. <laughs> hey
6: what's up President Steve Casey. Yo. Yo buddy Casey boy. Yo. Go! <laughs> All
0: right, Lou. You have a went, story, Lou. Come, come on. You, you wanted to share a story with us.
6: Yeah, listen. I, I was out in the bar, a bikers' barn in California, in San Jose. And um, a but, I come out of the bathroom, and I see a buddy of mine getting an argument with a guy. So I kind of walk up. Nobody knows I'm with him. And I see a, his buddy come around and try to sucker punch my friend. So I, I push him in the chest. Next thing you know, I got a 9-millimeter to my head. Wow! So... I turn around and tell the guy, oh, tough guy with a gun. I'll take you outside. Put the gun down. So, of course, he does. He puts the gun down, gives it to the owner. I go, now I'm outside with this biker. And we're we're wailing at each other. Next thing you know, I wake up on the ground.
4: Oh, (laughs) wow. You should
0: have gone with the gun. (laughs) Hey, Lou, so did you ever find out what, you don't even know how this started. You came out and all of a sudden you no see this thing going on. No kidding. That's no idea. that sucks, yep. and that's it. It's exactly to the point we're talking yeah. about. So, like Big
2: J getting right. pushed off the stage, or or anybody in a situation where you. And again, whether it's, it's people you go out with who always end up getting you into the fight. And after a while, you don't go out with those people anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. All right, Lou. Especially when you get a gun to your goddamn head. lou got stories. lou got stories. Thanks, Bye,
4: guys.
5: See We did get a little clarification, by the way. The, that was Louis who was running up because the guy was pulling... Jay from below the oh, stage. Sorry, so, okay, so, Lewis was. Uh, Lewis, thank you.
0: Okay, all right. So I call the movies. Everywhere. Yeah,
5: he came running from from backstage to to push the, to get the guy off of Jay, who was uh, pulling I him off. I see
0: it stage. now. You can yeah. see he yeah. was he was pulling Jay by the ankle. Okay. Oh, is that what happened? But Jay was sitting on a on a, a stool. stool and yeah. reach up and grabbed him by the ankle. And pulled him off stage, and Lewis comes running up and jumps off stage. Tries to help him. Yeah. I, I, I See? we he,
2: say, we didn't call it right. That's, That's a, a y- good
3: friend right there, and he was there, like, in an instant. Yeah. yeah. So That's, like, be, the guy who who came and helped me out. Like, I mean, I, I wasn't even able to get punched in the face he jumped in so fast.
0: Uh, if you are just tuning in, yeah, we're talking about our buddy uh, Big Jay Okerson was uh, was doing a show at uh, Soul Joel's in Rofo last night, and... There was a drunk girl in the audience heckling and apparently she got taken out, or I guess her friends or her, maybe her family got her out of there and she was mouthing off the whole time. Well, apparently her brother came up at some point and tried to yank Joe or <laughs> yank Jay off the stage and did, and it didn't turn into a big fight and all this stuff. And I guess they and and as we had a caller earlier saying that they were going back and forth from the stage, which is Jay was do what you do. You handle a heckler. Like our first caller was
2: saying, she, uh, uh, Jamie was saying, it's kind of an honor. It's like if you were to go see yeah. a, like an insult comic and they come after you as part of the deal. Well, it wasn't hitting that way with this person. Yeah. And so they were really getting mad you and think? only feeding the beast. Like Rickles, that, he made a whole career
0: right. and he yep. would
3: go after like the mobsters. Mop- yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. He didn't care. It was his shtick. That's yeah. it. Yeah. what you do. Uh, hang on. A few other calls. So I'm going to go to uh, Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning.
8: Good morning, guys. How you doing? You guys rock.
0: Thank <gasps> you,
8: Bill. What's your story, man? Hey, so uh, years and years ago, my wife and I at a New Year's Eve party, and I'm uh, a pretty big guy, so we need a drink. So she's smaller. She's we up to the bar. She gets up there, and this is back when you still could smoke in a bar. My wife and I are not smokers, and uh, she's kind of offended by smoking. So there's a lady at the bar next to her waiting for a drink, smoking a cigarette. My wife physically takes the cigarette out of the lady's hand oh, no. and throws it and throws it on the ground.
0: Oh
8: no. I'm a couple rows back and kinda of watching this go down. The lady lights up again. My wife takes the cigarette out of her hand again oh, and throws no. it on the
0: ground. Oh no, Bill, hang on. Was she was she drunk or just not? Nah, well, oh.
8: my, my wife my wife was uh, well, she was buzzing pretty good, and the other lady was just looking for some some action, I guess you know. So the lady's boyfriend steps in, goes up to my my wife, and says, "Do you have a problem?" Now at this point, I got to say something. Now, I'm about <laughs> 6'5", 275, oh, so geez. I kind of work my way up. And say, look, my wife doesn't have a problem, but I think you got a problem now. <laughs> and, he, he, and he 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 backs down. And I'm I'm not a fighter or anything. I, I just I'm a big guy, but I don't like getting into that stuff because I go to jail if I throw a punch. So he backs off. I told my wife, I said we can't stay here. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to defend you all night. So let's get back yeah. out of here. So. yeah, yeah. You, you. I mean,
2: she was the one. She was the one at fault. If, yes. it's, if it was legal to smoke. <laughs> Thank God you were a little intimidating, you know, to to this guy because she was in the wrong. I that's exactly the situation I hate. Uh, when it, you're you're now thrust into this,
0: are you still married to her, Bill? <laughs> oh yeah, What were well, the death. You got three kids. And it's <laughs> I, that I mean, like that would be a serious character flaw that I, I would have an issue with. <laughs> has she? Let
2: me ask you, Bill. Has she gotten you into other situations like that?
8: Uh, not, not really, not to that extent. And the laws changed now, anyway. So maybe she was right in the
0: first place. She was right she ahead, was ahead right of her time. Right yeah. Ahead of the law. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, Bill. I. <laughs> That's that was not cool of her, by the way. So. But Bill, you're oh, yeah. in love.
2: But Bill, <laughs> yeah, Bill, But Bill's
0: put in that that uncomfortable situation. Exactly. Her, yeah.
2: well, you got it. like I, I've said many times, Preston. If I go into a room Thanks, and my wife has a bloody hatchet and there's three bodies on the floor cut to pieces, I would say, "Hun, get your coat. We're going to have to leave town."
0: Yeah. Right. Right. Oh my God. Uh, let me go to anonymous caller on the line. Hello, anonymous. Good morning.
8: Hey, good morning. How you guys doing?
0: Good. What's up, man?
8: So, uh, yeah, I'm trained in MMA, and I used to go to a bunch of concerts, like multiple concerts a year, especially country concerts with a bunch of my old friends and stuff. And uh, I always knew I was going into it just to be the protector there pretty much. Oh. Every time we'd go, they'd start crap with somebody, especially if it was a Bud
4: Light Platinum concert. Was, <laughs> that, that was always a bad day
8: with them, guys. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, even bars and stuff, uh, parties. I mean, just like the caller said earlier, I had, uh, my buddy got a gun pulled on him mm. and I saw him from across the party. I ran over and I take the gun out of this guy's hand and take him down. And then a couple of my other buddies ran over thinking, no, I pulled a gun on him. Oh, I to take the gun away from me. <sighs> uh, just, just
0: so, hey, let let me, let me ask you a question. Would these guys, if you weren't around, start all that crap? Probably not. Yeah, no, so, I, so. I guarantee you they were they were using you to facilitate as <laughs> muscle. Well, they're, yes,
2: they're,
4: they're, just,
0: they're just drunken idiots. I mean,
4: like, yeah, it, but they got you.
0: They know they they've got you. Uh, should <laughs> things go awry, so they can do whatever they want to. That's that, that's, that's even worse. That's a bad friend. So what did you?
2: Do? What do you do with this cluster of friends? Did you did you say okay? I have to disconnect from these guys.
8: Oh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of enjoyed it, but uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, listen,
3: I have a friend like you who he would never start a fight, but he would end it. You yeah, know, exactly. like
0: yeah, exactly. okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus, wow, interesting. You. All right, thanks, man. That uh, listen, I, I guess he kind of likes it, but that's weird. <laughs> that would be a bad situation to be in. You, you, you know how to handle yourself. Your friends know that you were, yeah. You know. Maybe you're, you've you got some training and all this stuff, so it gives them a little bit of license to be a little bit of an a-hole if they want to be.
2: But when the gun comes out, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. when the gun comes out, uh-huh. like Lou getting a 9 millimeter to his forehead or yeah. whatever it was, <laughs> Yeah, that's w- where it gets. No, 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 no. Don't do that.
3: Yeah, I would have to leave said establishment immediately. I- because I would have a whole bunch of poop in my pants.
2: Imagine you're sitting there though, and you're watching. You know, you know it. You know, you've seen it many uh-huh. times before. And your wife's at the bar throwing a cigarette out of a woman's mouth a couple of times. Ah, like, oh, here it <laughs> um, he goes. And,
0: yep, yep. Uh, let me see <laughs> a couple other call. We we got to take a break, but there's some good stuff coming in. I have another anonymous caller. Love that. Yeah, anonymous. <laughs> you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man, you got a short uh, story to sell, a share or Yeah, sell. I, I got to sell it. <laughs> All right, go on. Um,
2: sell that story.
0: So
11: me and my wife were playing one of them video games at the bar. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, six feet away from the actual bar. And then there's a younger couple, you know, early 20s. They start arguing because she wants to be Instagram famous. So he, yeah. Okay, He's, they're they're getting in like a like a fight. So my wife, being a peacekeeper,
4: yeah,
6: she
11: she tells them she's like you shouldn't be fighting over. <laughs> hey, you know. So she oh,
0: was sorry, like, mind Tom, your your your, effing mine, business. Mine, mine your own business. Your effing, yeah. Mind your effing business. Uh-huh.
11: So, so so that was that, and then so they're going back and forth, and then he says something to the effect of. Um, we stopped so before I had to, you know, beat both of her butts. And so I was like, dude, you ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> so we both get up and instead of like, you know, just talking or anything, he blasts me. Wow. Next next thing I remember is just getting up. Like and then I asked all people in the bar, I said, Did he just knock me out? Like he he knocked knocked me out, and Dude. it was like a it was like a uh, one foot step where we at at the bar,, yeah. so and I fell right down there, like so knocked, but yeah,
0: were they still there when you when you came to, or did they take off?
2: Yeah, yeah no, 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 I no you know what they did. They went home and had the best sex they've ever had, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? When, uh, when I
11: got up, my wife is pretty much fighting the girl. And like, then there's blood all over because my wife goes to throw a bottle with very bad aim. Oh. And the bottle goes right to the ground, shatters. So her foot's all bloody, stepping in glass. And then and me and another buddy end up going outside with the dude. What, and a, then,
2: nightmare. Yeah, it was what cool. a nightmare. The, the whole, well, that it starts with a fight over being Instagram famous makes it all the better. And,
11: and, and then another the, the thing, too, is I end up talking to another friend of mine. He said he got in a fight with the guy um, the week before. And they, this is a couple that they do this all the time. They try to. Hey, uh, dude, about.
3: I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to let you go. Uh, Sam's got to go.
3: <laughs> Sam's got to go. So uh, it sounds like. Like they're uh, like natural born killers or something. Did like that. Did they set yeah. up couple yeah. the couples? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, oh my. God. Okay. Well, this this place going to be us uh,
0: over. Uh,
2: I want to uh, be a Instagram Twitter Instagram. famous. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I want
4: to
0: be the. I want to be very popular on LinkedIn. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: wow. Well, well, it's listen. Sometimes you're in that weird situation where <laughs> you've been by proxy, you've been dragged into that brawl, and you're always like, Oh, how how uh, am I here? Why to... are you doing this? Thankfully, I haven't. Seen seen or i've been involved with or even seen anything like this in years it's because it's just it's never good lest we forget that
2: big j worked as a bouncer for yeah. a while mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. he's a big
0: guy all right so anyhow but he's okay yeah. he's fine casey's gonna text
2: him and see no I, he's I, probably I, not
0: gonna uh, check in with us but
3: yeah i had uh texted him already because he he did a uh like a a live Instagram last night because people started doxing this guy and trying to get all his information out there and he's he like don't, don't. he's do like that. don't well that's what he said. He's like yeah. don't do it. Don't dox the guy. He's like, you know, everything's fine. I'm okay. You know, we're gonna take care of this, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Well that's
0: pretty big of Jay to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So but he did say they're gonna have to they're gonna go to court. court, court yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So he's gonna have to there's some charges. The guy apparently was arrested. All right, anyhow, thanks for the heads up. Thanks for the stories. We appreciate it. we got to take a break. We're already, we should have already been doing the bizarre file by now, so we're going to get to that when we return. Make sure you stay close. We're going to talk to Bert Kreischer this morning. Yeah. And Todd Glass at some point. Stay with us. Hey, gang. Obviously, this year's been very different. No, really? You don't say. Anyway, the 15th annual I Believe for presidency Blood Drive is a go. But... It's going to be a bit different, too. It's happening Friday, August 21st. And there will be three donation centers. The Fillmore in Philadelphia. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. And the FOP Lodge in Northeast Philly. The Red Cross is
2: always in need, but especially so during this health crisis. So make your appointment at WMMR.com
0: now. Listen, the process is safe. And it follows all social distancing guidelines, which is why both appointments and face masks are mandatory. Register for our I Believe for President Steve. Blood drive, and yes, you'll get the newest Preston and Steve T-shirt as our thanks from the American Red Cross, Penn Jersey Blood Services Region, and 93.3 3
2: WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: All right, let's do the B file.
1: Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's bizarre
0: file. file. Brought to you by Burke Brothers Landscaping. They have an immediate need for an experienced hardscape foreman who wants to earn a competitive salary and work with the award-winning landscape design and build firm. For more information, visit BurkeBrothers.com. A 19-year-old American soldier who is accused of trying to steal a taxi at Munich International Airport was thwarted. By the car's transmission. (laughs) This happens a little too difficult, huh? Yep. The soldier, a member of the 2nd Cavalry Regiment based in Bavaria, was supposed to be flying back to the U.S. from Munich International Airport last week. Instead, he's accused of trying to take a Mercedes taxi for a spin after seeing the keys in the ignition and no one in the driver's seat, uh, said the Munich Airport police who are investigating the incident. The soldier is also accused of assaulting the 50 year old cab driver. When he tried to stop him from taking the car, Uh, the taxi driver was outside the vehicle, leaning on the hood, enjoying a fine summer weather day when he waited for passengers at one of the cab ranks. All of a sudden, he noticed that the engine was on. Uh, Surprised, the taxi driver turned around and saw a stranger sitting in the driver's seat. The soldier tried to drive off, but was apparently not prepared for the Mercedes Manual transmission. Uh, with the car juddering violently as the soldier tried to put it into gear, the cab driver got into the front passenger seat to try and stop him during the ensuing scuffle or kerfuffle. Uh, the soldier managed... dust Fluffle is because it's Germany. Ah, uh, gotcha. To get the car into gear and drove off, he didn't get far, though, because he crashed the vehicle into a post at the side of the road and did about eleven thousand dollars worth of damage so the MPs came and got it's like when it it's
2: like I uh, I had never really driven a car my dad had a Subaru with a manual transmission and they were away for like a week oh, and no. I thought let me just try driving it around the block
0: whoa Whee!
4: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: A man has opened up about how a botched nose job left him with a painful three-month-long erection. It required multiple surgeries to quell. I will take such a nose job. Uh, (laughs) On his quest to resemble a male Bratz doll, this guy's had all this... Oh, one of these dudes? uh, Body dysmorphia? Uh, Nevin uh, Siganovic, a blogger and TV personality from uh, Zagreb, Croatia... Underwent rhinoplasty surgery in Iran in 2017. The procedure was meant to correct his septum, but instead it left him with priapism, an unwanted, long-lasting, and painful erection that is not accompanied by sexual desire. Oh, he got a bonus. <laughs> he said...
2: That's the Iranian doctor.
0: When I woke up from anesthesia after my nose job with priapism, I went through a really hard time, literally hard, he says. I had a full erection for almost three Months, Three months? I think I even... The best I ever got was a month and a half. He said, I think I even brought down the world record. Uh, Baffled doctors attempted to correct his rigid condition over three operations. Hospital treatment, by the way, includes injections directly into the penis and surgery to drain blood in the penis through a needle or tiny cut. Quick question here. How painful is it? (laughs) It probably hurts a lot. All right. Yeah. I'm wondering what I can handle. He (laughs) said, I had three surgeries on my penis, and after the third one, my willy started to go down. It was a really painful experience, but I survived with my head up high. Uh, The cause behind the member malfunction remains a mystery. However, he suspects it might have something to do with a food supplement he was taking at the time named l arginine Gave him a three-month boner? Yep. Somehow I doubt that. Well, I think that in, with the oh, surgery right. and, and the anesthesia. This is a terrible story. A remote learning class in Florida was interrupted Tuesday when the mother of an elementary student was shot and killed during an online Zoom session. The shooting occurred in Indiantown, Florida, during a morning class session for Warfield Elementary School and the instructor heard her 10-year-old student reacting to what seemed like a violent commotion behind her. Mm. Uh, five other children were reportedly in the home when the shooting took place. None of the children were injured. Their mother, uh, Maribel Morales, was shot multiple times, and she died in the hospital. Uh, the sheriff, William Snyder, said uh, the suspect, Donald J. Williams, was taken into custody that day and is facing first-degree murder charges and other felony offenses. The teacher said she had heard a commotion, commotion, heard profanity, and added that the teacher realized there was some type of domestic altercation and muted the 10-year-old's audio feed to protect the other children from hearing the incident, adding that the affected child uh, had put her hands up to her ears. She said, almost immediately after the child put her hands up to her ears, the computer screen went blank. We know the computer was hit with a projectile. It's likely most of the children in the class witnessed the shooting as well. Oh, my God. Following the shooting, Williams left the home uh, and P- attempted to flee on a bus. He was apprehended and made a full com- confession to the shooting. Sadly, uh, stuff uh, like that's happened a couple times. Uh, during Zoom Yeah, calls. during Zoom calls, yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see here. A worker at a conservative Christian organization who relied on pornography to relieve his stress has won compensation after suffering a stroke in the office. Michael Bowker served as a national office manager for Family Voice Australia in Adelaide when he collapsed in April of 2016. The South African native from a seriously religious family had struggled with dependence on pornography after witnessing a drive-by shooting in 1993, but he ramped up his consumption in the weeks running up to a stroke. Uh, this is a porn. So he watched about. a drive-by, he,
2: he's, he witnessed a drive-by shooting and that made him addicted to porn?
0: That's what he says. Huh. An employment <laughs> tribunal heard how Mr. Balker felt this was in conflict with his religious beliefs and moral standards, and he believed looking at pornography was a sin. Uh, Family Voice Australia, which is campaign against same sex marriage and sex work, uh, argued watching porn contributed to his stress. But tribunal deputy president Stephen Lishinsky, uh had said uh, workplace. Isn't ing- that our union rep? Right? Oh, I'm the sorry. Lishke. Oh. oh. Uh, said workplace. <laughs> Anxiety caused a poor staff morale, high workload and long hours drove him to watch the explicit videos and significantly contributed to his stroke.
2: Yeah, I I once saw a drive by shooting and that's why
0: I look at porn. He ruled the management style of the national director demoralized the staff and that tensions in the office were palpable when he came in. Mr. Balker wow. Was in the hospital for three months after a stroke and suffered from various complications. Tribunal ruled that he remained significantly impaired ever since, despite making improvements. And Family Voice Australia were told to pay two years of weekly compensation payments for the anxiety that Mr. Balker suffered at work. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so he was.
2: It was. It was a severe stroke.
0: Yeah, I, I guess so. He was yeah. improving though. Uh, do we need to wrap it up there? Yeah. All right. That, that was is, a good one, though. That is what we have <laughs> in the Bizarre File for you. More stories coming a little bit later on. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a moment. Don't forget, big, uh, we're not Big J. Ogerson We were just talking about Big J. Ogerson, but another big guy for Kreischer yes. on the show this morning, Todd Glass as well. we we'll be right back.
6: The Preston and Steve Show
1: Podcast. Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR
0: mobile app. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Steven Singer is there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com Steven Singer Jewelers' showroom at the other corner of and Walnut is now open for appointments only. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to book your appointment today.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast.
0: Reminder one week from today, I believe for President Steve, the blood drive. That is correct. It is upon us. We are having it. It's a different, different way, different vibe, three different locations. We still need your help. It's on a Friday instead of a Saturday, so we understand it's a bit of an inconvenience. But listen, Red Cross needs your help. We're gonna make sure all safety guidelines are taken care of. Go to WMR.com. Please sign up for this. So we would love to see you next Friday for that. Go get the details, get signed up. Okay. Uh something I noticed yesterday. What the hell? I'm saying uh, no, it's this... time for the noticer, the Friday edition. My wife actually noticed this. Uh, so it the was, hell? yeah, well, Rochelle noticed it um, like a week or so ago. All right, what'd she notice? In USA Today was uh, trying to find, they, they have their, like a, a reader's poll. And they were looking for the best hotel pools in the nation. The best hotel pools in the nation. And we found out that one of the pools that we had visited on vacation was on this list. And yesterday, the polls back in, it's the number one. Is this the pool Anthony Michael Hall was going crazy <laughs> in? No. <laughs> but it looks a it lot looks
2: like that. It looks a lot that. like that. That looked like that was
0: at a Ramada. It,
2: re- it looks like one of those pools. You know when you pull
0: into a hotel motel and they got the pool right in the parking lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah That's yeah, what exactly. it looks like, yeah. No, but the the number one uh, the number one hotel pool in the nation, according to USA Today, was one that we visited uh, last year when we went to Hawaii. Was that last year? I think it was last year. Oh. God, it's, so hard to tell. Have, At this point, time means nothing. Yeah, right. I believe it was, um, and it was uh, in. Hey, everybody! Preston's it, here. It was on the island of Kauai, and it was at the uh, Kaloa Landing Resort in a town called uh, Poipu, and. It is outstanding, and I remember while we were there, like turning to my family and going, "It's not just me. I mean, this is <laughs> this is pretty damn amazing, right?" And so everybody agreed. And it wasn't like I picked out this hotel because it Up had this world renowned pool. Right, right. It's a Marriott property, and I'm I'm a uh, Marriott Records Club, so I just looked. That's where you went. I only looked at Marriott properties. Yeah, and I'm like, that one looks great. Let's go there. Wow. And turns out. Best pool in the country. Wow. Now, I am happy to also announce that the number two pool in the nation, according to USA Today, is here in Philadelphia. What? Really? Yes. So we I go all
4: the way shocked.
0: from Poopoo, Hawaii... Poi Poo. Poi Poo. Close.
3: To here. To here. For number two.
5: It's in, like, the city proper?
3: It is. Yeah, it makes sense,
0: too. The Four Seasons, Four Seasons. Hotel. Mm-hmm. In Philadelphia. We yeah. saw it. Amazing. Has the number two pool in the country. Now, I didn't go with you guys on that tour. Tell me about it. Uh, it was warm. It was hot in there. <laughs> it's an infinity.
2: Well, of course, they keep it a little bit more uh, tropical, uh, but it, it it's, has an infinity pool look to it, Preston. So when you walk in, it's not especially deep, but it's very... Um, modern looking. That's what I'm looking at. And so when you're swimming in the pool, it is the Philadelphia skyline through these gigantic, gigantic windows. Like the tops of the buildings. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're, you're yeah. up at the okay. top. Yeah. I'm
0: that's
5: looking, our transmitter right there. I'm that's looking,
0: a- yeah, I'm looking at a photo of this, and it looks like it's got at least a 20-foot tall ceiling. It's one of the most beautiful rooms, you know, for a pool to be in, and, and, and that's the whole draw of it. Right outside of the window is Liberty One, so that's how, high, I mean, like the peak of Liberty One, so you can see, you're at the top, so the view's got to be phenomenal, and yeah. I guess that, that's That's it, it. That's the whole thing. It it's,
2: it's not, again, like it, not a tremendously big pool or a tremendously deep pool, but it's gorgeous.
5: It's very spa-like. It, that's walk, very much like that. You walk in, there's lounges. It's off of the gym. Did um, you know also, by so the way, peaceful.
2: as you walk down, the, there are a couple of halls there, Preston, where they've had some expert come in from somewhere, uh, I forget, what, Japan or something, and they've placed healing crystals in the walls <laughs> as you walk down to the pool that are sort of... Uh, in, to enhance the experience, Okay. but it's—I can see that—that's gorgeous.
5: Nice. I mean, literally, my friends and I were sitting on a rooftop uh, this past Saturday, staring at that pool, just going, ah, nice. "Wouldn't that be nice?" Like nice. it is part of our. When you open your mouth now.
2: wide, do they uh, lantern bug fly? <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> they don't
5: have as many as I do. When did
3: they open uh, the Four Seasons
5: reopen? You mean yeah, uh, like just a few weeks ago. So you no, can... no, no, no. I meant oh. open, open. Oh, um,
3: it was this year, right? It's.
5: It's been maybe less than a year, maybe just over a year that it's been open. So, a quick
2: question with that: so, with um, ho- there are hotels are open in the city, are they not? Yes. Yes. So, a uh, one who is staying at the Four Seasons currently, mm-hmm. would they be able to access the pool?
5: Well, I did just see a uh, our friend Alicia Vitarelli did yeah. a staycation. At yeah. the Four Seasons, and she was in the pool with her family. Okay. So I yeah. believe so. There's probably like you can book times, right? To go is ahead. what they do. So you kind of have an hour or so with your family.
0: I would think so. We were just at uh, the Icona in Avalon, and the pool was open. Yeah, you just had to, you know, you you had to wear a mask if you were walking around in in common areas, and when you were in the pool, just had to keep the distance. So, um, but so that's cool. That Philly number two on this list. We man. go. I
2: mean, that's Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly.
0: And I'm telling you, man, that pool, I just... So what was, makes it so good? Uh, I it, saw the picture. It looked pretty stellar. Well, it's huge, number one. It's like three different levels of of pool that all flows into one another via slides and tunnels and stuff like that, and these gigantic infinity pools. It's dotted with hot tubs all over the place. Uh, it's it's used... They use... Uh, um, Lava rock all over. Doesn't that burn you up? No, yeah. it wasn't hot. It was. Oh, cold. I'm sorry. Of course. And, Why would they uh, do that? Waterfalls and and just all the flora. All you know, you have all those hibiscus, uh, yeah. you know, uh, flowers. And they, they, I just, I didn't want to move. I just, they were playing this very stereotypical Hawaiian <laughs> beautiful music, <laughs> with yeah, with the this stuff. All Is the time,
2: having a good
0: time, and I just didn't want to leave. I just wanted to stay right there by this pool all it's magnificent. the time. Yeah, that's drinking a- my fruity tooty cocktails. <laughs> oh, God,
4: I'm I love
3: it. Really a sucker for any pool whatsoever. I mean, I've talked about the pool that you see when you're going over the Walt Whitman Bridge. There's a swim club right there, right on the other side in New Jersey. I'm like, oh, it just looks so good. But a pool like that, I would have to. Have you ever thought of uncovering your cesspool? No, but you would. I would have to swim end to end. Like I, that, to me, to be able to swim without having to turn around or flip turn or anything
0: like that. Oh, I would love that so much. Mm. Uh, by the way, four of them I think were in Hawaii for the top ten. Well,
2: they they kind of have the edge.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. So uh, I'll, I'll run down the list. And
2: especially when you're doing a place resort like or a place that is known for tourism, you better have a competitive ass pool.
0: So the Kaloa Landing Resort uh, is known. Number one, Four Seasons in Philadelphia. Number two. That's so cool. Number three, the One Hotel, South Beach, Miami. Uh, number four was the Four Seasons Orlando Walt well, Disney World. Orlando's killing it. Uh, number five, uh, the Sheraton Waukee Uh Number six is the Four Seasons Hotel Seattle. Uh, number seven, the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. I've looked at the Broadmoor oh. about visiting there before. I didn't know about their pool. Uh, the Hilton uh, Waikoloa uh, Village in Waikola, Hawaii. Do you like pools with the uh, beach walk-in? Yeah. Where, we, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Where it's a shallow, right, right, thing, right, gray, shallow grade that goes in. Yeah, cause those can, are cool because you can take a chair out there, yeah, and, ...and sit in the water, and sit it in it if you yeah. want to. Uh, I try, I try it in other
2: pools, and you end up drowning.
0: The Aulani uh, Disney Resort and Spa in um, Kapolei, Hawaii. Uh, and then number 10 is the Fairmount Scottsdale Princess in Scottsdale, what's, Arizona.
2: What's that resort down in Jamaica or whatever that you see? It, it looks like a sort of like a Mayan. Um, oh, I don't know. The, the resort itself looks like a Mayan oh, temple. You, you're Just talking, talking about, about the
0: Bahamas? Atlantis? the Bahamas? Yeah, the Atlantis. Atlantis. Oh. That's a, yeah, yeah. it. That
2: has that elaborate That slider. looks pretty cool. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: yeah. We stayed at the Moon Palace in Cancun, and that one had a really long pool and you know uh, uh, but I don't think I think that there were breaks in the pool that you couldn't actually go all the way through without do do they
2: have agitated members of the breakfast club in the pool screaming
0: (laughs) I don't think so um, all right. So, uh, anyhow, Philadelphia. Nice yeah. job. Yeah. Second best hotel I pool. Eat in other states. In the nation. I noticed something else that came out of Hawaii, believe oh. it or not. So, these kind the string of strings together. The the
2: Hawaiian edition. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uluwakalakaliki.
0: Uh, and, Steve, you sent me this article, actually. I noticed it via you. <laughs> a helicopter passed through a rare full circle rainbow. While flying above a volcano in Hawaii.
2: First off, I didn't know you could achieve a full circle volcano. And then when I, a full circle rainbow. Yeah. And then when I saw it, it's the most amazing thing.
0: Uh, Helicopter passengers were left in awe at the phenomenon as the rainbow appears to be going in a full circle in the sky. Uh, Photographer Anna Kim uh, took the footage while on a helicopter ride in Maui. uh, While in the sky above the island volcano uh, Haleakala, the flight ended, the flight led straight towards the uh, unusual weather phenomenon. Uh, as the camera looks over the side of the helicopter, the rainbow loops underneath, appearing to go in a circle and not the usual semicircle shape.
4: Oh! Yeah.
0: <laughs> that dude, he, he was dying now, Yeah, he, he would have died, died <laughs> seeing that. Absolutely.
2: Whoa! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, t-
4: oh, my God! Whoa!
0: passengers were stunned,
4: Double rainbow
0: uh to see the rainbow and there appeared to be fainter small a small double one as well double rainbow oh. yeah uh, <laughs> so <laughs> double rainbow oh my god I'd never heard of a of a 360 rainbow no never but the it
2: image did, did, did you nice you to get sure, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it, it is unbelievable
0: now I've seen a moon bow yeah around the moon and that's a full circle. Uh, those are pretty cool. They happen rarely. You've never seen that case? Nah. You see the look on your it's, face. And why is it? Look at it, guys. Here's a picture of it up in the studio here, and you
2: can find it online. Maybe we can post it. But that's that's a full circle yeah. rainbow. That's I mean, amazing. It looks, I wonder what
0: causes that.
3: It looks like, like the Avengers rainbow. or something. It you're does. And going through
0: a portal. Yeah.
3: Um. All right, no. No. A moonbow. What? Uh, what is a? Is it colored? Uh, is
0: it? It's like a whitish. Uh, okay. It's, it looks like this gigantic ring in the in the sky. It's got to be the right conditions for it to happen.
2: Would you say it's like a sup dog? Uh. What's up, dog?
0: <laughs> uh. So yeah. If you ever get a chance to see, it's pretty neat. I've all seen right. it on a handful of occasions. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, that's something that was noticed. What else did we notice here? Um. How about? This. The officer's
2: ah. making a selection, what yeah. will it be?
0: I have a number of things that I noticed. You know, I noticed this uh, last week, and I sent you guys an article about it, but a Los Angeles company has created a phone booth-sized machine to beam live holograms yeah. into your living room. And what, it's only like $50,000? It's a little bit more than that. It's $60,000. Jeez. Um, it's cool, though. This is very much out of, like, Star Wars. Or do you remember Logan's with the, Run? With the, uh, the you know, yeah. Help Me Obi-Wan. Yes, Obi type yeah. of thing? Uh The device made by a company called Portal, P-O-R-T-L, Incorporated, uh, lets users talk in real time with a life-size hologram of another person. It looks real. It
2: looks amazing. It looks sensational. And then to the person who's using it, they're seeing the people who are looking at their hologram.
0: That is correct. Yeah. So the machines can also be equipped with technology to enable interaction with recorded holograms of historical figures or relatives who have passed away as well. Okay. I mean, that, honestly, I it, mean, it's, it, it's, it's, it's it's amazing. There's yeah. so
2: much science fiction that's being realized mm-hmm. here. And, and a lot of that science fiction, by the way, ends horribly. But right. uh, um, to get something like, to, to have a, a moving life-size image of a loved one. Uh, would be kind of wild.
3: Um, all right, so do you guys FaceTime one a lot? Passed. No, do you have FaceTime a lot? I, I don't. Okay. I, I do. don't. I, I, so you FaceTime probably with your mom a lot yep. and your sister. All right, so I FaceTime with my wife quite often, uh, usually every day, and I love it. It's great, but the only problem is... You're never actually looking each other in the eye. Do you notice that? I make it a point to
0: look at the camera from time to time.
3: Right, but if you're looking at the camera, then you're not looking at her. And at least she's looking
0: at you in the eye. I know, but, but I do yeah. it just to give a little bit of that feeling for the other person of getting eye contact. I but wish... it depends on how far away the or how close the phone is to you. If the phone is a little further away, it right. looks like
2: you're making eye contact. case signs, which we're yeah. talking about is and they, they have things that are that, where the camera for the screen is actually in the screen at the... Right, what your eye level would be at, right. or that the, the it follows your eye, yeah. But in because case you,
0: if, you do, it's a little off. If yeah. you pull it a little further away, it, it will appear as if you're making eye contact. Okay, so you can do that. Anyhow, uh, each portal device is seven feet tall, five feet wide, <laughs> two feet deep. It can be plugged into a standard wall outlet. Anyone with a camera and a white background can send a hologram to the machine, and what the chief executive David Nussbaum calls holoporation. Uh, Nussbaum, who previously worked—I knew that was coming—previously worked <laughs> at a company that developed a hologram of Ronald Reagan uh, for the former president's library and digitally resurrected rapper Tupac Shakur as well. He's the guy who did that stuff. I'm
2: President Ronald Reagan, and you live in a dump.
0: Um, <laughs> so he can actually see it. Uh but uh maybe he hangs out with Tupac. That's right. All right so, together.
2: so the hologram Yo, is home slice. Yeah.
0: The hologram's actually like life size dish. It's not smaller. It's life size. Seven feet tall, five feet wide, two feet deep. Reagan was seven feet tall. A yeah, lot of people don't know yeah, that. Know that. Oh. No, but it's it's big enough to fit
2: a six foot person. Yeah, right okay. There. So yeah. So they um like when you see the technology employed when they do have had Tupac on stage, is yeah. saying and and those sort of things um it looks pretty good in this sort of really controlled environment you get a a, a, we're looking at what they're saying is a picture of this guy a holographic picture of this
0: guy and it does look completely real when we the last time we went to disney there was a uh, i wouldn't call it a ride but but a show of sorts and it had to do with pirates of the caribbean and you go into this room and there's all this activity that's taking place in this room it's a very theatrical setup and then at some point Near the, 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 the far part of the room on top of this rock, freaking Johnny Depp walks out as Jack Sparrow. And Steve, I mean, for a, a while I had to sit there and convince myself that, it, that it A, it was him, the actor. It was the actual actor. I've been from
2: Shanghai to Timbuktu, <laughs> but I never saw anything like my ex-wife taking a dump in the <laughs> bath, Which she did, by
0: the way, ladies and gentlemen, despite what she's been saying in court. But... For Yo, little, ho, ho. But for a little while, I had to convince myself that he wasn't actually in the room with us. It his. looked that good, and I think it was a type of hologram that they had set up. It looked three yeah. dimensional. It wasn't projected onto a screen. It didn't seem like it was amazing. Right. What What woman do you, image do you call up first? F-
2: first for your first hologram,
0: N- enormous tits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she could
0: fit in there. Yeah, yeah. she could. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, because it's like mo- if the holodeck was real. Right. You, know? you
2: remember the movie brainstorm? Yeah. With Christopher Walken. Yeah. There's a guy. So basically it's that, it's that. And we've talked about this for years. It's, it, we knew it's, it's been in the works. There's a guy who literally creates a loop. Some, some guys at the, oh, yeah. at the lab where they create this thing, they have sex and they're wearing Right. Yeah. 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 And he watches the orgasm like 50 times in a row. And when they find him, he's just like a complete mess in the, <laughs> he,
0: he had too much pleasure. That was Natalie Wood's last movie. Natalie Wood's last movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyhow, uh, the guy who who had uh, resurrected Ronald Reagan and Tupac uh, to do the, to be in this said, "We are able to connect military families that haven't seen each other in months. That's awesome. People from opposite coasts." Or anyone who is social distancing to fight the coronavirus. No. So
2: the 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 the, um, the the list price right now is at sixty, but they expect it to drop. How yes. dramatically do they expect it so to drop? So it
0: starts at sixty thousand. The cost of no expects to drop over the next three to five years. The company also plans a smaller tabletop device with a lower price tag. Early next year, so, so that twenty five thousand. So that would be like the yeah. uh, Help Me Obi Wan Kenobi size, you know, That'd like be, a little small thing.
3: I just don't understand what they're projecting it onto.
0: That I mean, is there's it, a series is there... of, of, of mirrors, and it
2: and it creates and it looks three D. Yeah. Yes, it creates that, and and you could,
0: if the thing was set up, you could walk around the image. Okay, uh, the device uh, can be equipped with artificial intelligence technology. Uh, from the Los Angeles Space Company story file to produce hologram recordings that can be archived. Uh, adding, Is there a pizza oven in it? Adding that to the current device brings the cost to at least $85,000. Uh, the companies are promoting to museums, which could let visitors question a hologram of a historical figure and families... I th- don't know. ...to record <laughs> information for future generations. Yeah, they just take all those yeah. Reagan clips. I think one
2: of the kids was named Willis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh Steve,
2: <laughs> if you're asking for,
0: like, home renovations, you can say,
2: tear down. I tear down that wall right. and put up some nice brick face. Now follow me into the rumpus room.
0: Uh People can feel like they're having a conversation with a recorded hologram. It's pretty amazing. Uh So um I, I don't know when you will be able to purchase these, but seeing a video of it online, I was blown away. It's pretty incredible. It's very cool. Yeah. All right, what else do we have here? Uh lot from sense. the noticer. Mm-hmm. A lot to notice today. He's noticing like a mofo. How about... Okay, here's one that so I noticed. Two for two noticer. Here's uh, one that I noticed about uh, Tiger King. Tiger King. I haven't talked about that in a long time. a while. Well, now those movies are in
2: production, right? I yeah. think they've, they've gone into production.
0: Uh, Jack Lewis, Don Lewis, he was also known as. Uh, vanished on the morning of August 18th, 1997, the day before his scheduled trip to Costa Rica. The body of the Florida uh, millionaire was never found, and he was declared legally dead in April of 2002. This was Carol Baskin's husband. At that the is time. correct. And that has since been reported. It has since been reported that two experts confirmed Don's will was found. Forged
4: yeah <laughs>
0: conveniently leaving behind most of his five million dollar estate there and this looks to have a, a lot of credibility
2: behind this forgery claim. so what does that do to everything? yeah
0: yep, because exactly. they
2: turned over uh, Tiger King's zoo
0: to Carol Baskin that mm-hmm. is correct yes uh so to Carol baskin uh you know he left all that legal ramifications. Uh, cannot be imposed because it is beyond the statute of limitations. So huh. that has expired. Uh, now, Lewis's family has hired an attorney to revisit the investigation. With the family also offering a reward of 100 grand in exchange for information to help solve the case. Internet sleuths from all corners of the uh, internet are working to solve the two-decade-old mystery. And a spokesman uh, for uh, now repping Don's family claims a Facebook collective has discovered a new lead. ...that supports the theory of Joe Exotic that Don Lewis is buried under the septic system <laughs> in the animal sanctuary. Man.
2: Um, I, I, I Listen, I don't wish anyone any harm or anything of that nature, but I hope they find him under the septic system. That'd be
0: wild. According to TMZ, spokesman Jack Smith claims the online research team has obtained the actual receipts... ...and permit paperwork for the septic tank's installation... Carol has previously acknowledged two septic tanks on the property, one of which was installed before Don's appearance and one long after. Do you know it's become a source of
2: income for her? She's doing cameo videos. Yeah. Is she? Yeah, Seriously. how much is it? How much is she charging? I think she's charging like one fifty. Okay, that's true. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah.
0: Uh but if this is true, it would indicate that Carol was fudging her timeline. Uh, we're going to find out soon enough because the group claims that it will turn over the findings of the police in an effort to finally crack the case open. So what does this do
2: again in in the broad scheme of things? A forgery means none of what she's owned or none of what she's had has been hers.
0: Yeah. And, I, don't know. I I mean that's you're going to need a whole other series. By the way, the statute of limitations there's there's no statute. It doesn't run out on murder ever. No, it right? doesn't run
2: out on murder. It it could run out on forgery. Yeah, true, true. Um, it's weird how these things are reconciled. You know, there used to be uh, there used to be a ridiculous statute of limitations for a lot of rape yeah. uh, cases, yes. and, and they they wisely uh, yep. did away with a lot. And yep.
3: that, that's weird though, because if she's still reaping the benefits from said forgery, then like there should be no statute of limitations,
2: yep. right? Like, I know, I know. I don't know how these things are. I mean, it's it's weird when you stop and think. A lot of times, you'll go to
0: to jail. Longer for check forgery than you will for homicide. Yeah, it's bizarre. How yeah, they worked that out. All right, one last story because we got guests to get to in just a moment. Uh, but there's another uh, tech thing that I noticed. Uh, a, I love the tech. Thank you, notice, sir. A Google app can now teach your child math. Google Lens and tell me, tell me what you think about this. Google Lens is a high tech app that launched back in 2017. Uses artificial intelligence to detect and interpret objects. ...around the user. Google recently announced it is adding a homework function to the app... ...which is only available on Android. They write on the app uh, that the new tool is designed for students, families, and teachers... ...who have navigated learning from home with grace and resilience. It works using technology from the mobile learn app uh, called Socratic... ...which Google acquired last year. Once the homework filter is available, it'll be able to highlight text on a page... ...which users can then tap for more information. For example... So so, I guess you, I guess you use the camera feature and put it on a math equation, and you do tap on it, and it will show a step-by-step guide on how to solve it, as well as the answer. Yeah. So I mean, you can also
3: listen. You can. It's not as easy as that. It sounds like as simple as just you know putting right. your camera on, them, but you can just type in equations into Google, and it'll give you the answer anyway. So, so what
0: is the benefit well, of this Socratic app? I guess to help people at home who are becoming teachers right uh, and students who need help so I guess it will show you how to cheat and right. it doesn't just give you the answer right it shows it, you the the process the how to do the that. work and, and
3: so when show your, your work, work yeah well that's important when you're doing homework and um, you have to hand in your work I push the enter button and yeah. that's my work <laughs> me too yeah like so when with the kids virtual learning like for me the most important thing is 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 them making sure that they're getting decent like math guidance yes because that's the one where you you really need to find all right well i don't i don't know how we came to this conclusion i need there's to know formula i need to know step by step and i'm not understanding like let's say there's four steps and you're like i just don't understand how we got to step three yep. in order to get to this answer you know if this
0: can help that
3: then that's great because math for me as a parent has gone well beyond
0: oh my, my god
3: uh comprehension
0: Imagine just, you know, no, no, it's not somebody asked you to multiply fractions or something like that now.
2: I would tell my kids that if I had kids, I I'd say it. there is no such thing as math.
0: Right. Yeah. The, it's that doesn't a lie. They're yeah. too lying Wait a minute. You can, so you can multiply fractions? Good I for can. you.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, <laughs> but you do have, you have to find a common denominator. and the... <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't remember no, no, no,
0: any no. of that stuff at all. None of it. It's, it has no bearing. If only it there was work. a handheld device that right. <laughs> do it. Right, exactly.
4: You
5: will not have that for the rest of your life available, Steve.
0: All right, so this is a, this is a new app that's uh, that's going to be available. All right, and that's all that I have time to notice. Because nice notice, sir. Thank you very, very much. We're going to break and come back in a second after all this noticing, and we're going to get a couple of friends on because we're going to talk to Todd Glass, and we're also going to talk to Mr. Burt Kreischer, who's got a show this weekend in Philly on Sunday. We have your chance to win tickets. I'll get you the details in a little bit. Stay with us.
9: So, still spending more time at home than not? Get me out! help you make the best of it. Because this weekend, MMR presents a fill-in-the-block house party. Excuse me? Yeah. Where we invite ourselves over. Why are you in my kitchen? And we bring the music around the clock blocks of all your favorite bands. We cue up the first two songs and then slot in your request for the third. Round out the block. Whether you're deep into a best two out of three Monopoly game, tackling a French recipe off the internet, or working your way through a cold six-pack while hard. Harvesting the backyard garden. <laughs> Have us over this weekend. We'll for sure wear a mask. MMRs fill in the block house party. Now that's what I'm talking about. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your block off.
0: I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna play a song. What's going on here? There it is. I hit the wrong button.
4: Oh,
0: and now his song plays. I thought I had a new intro. I, like, I did too. That must be the Euro mix. What was that? I started. To is play? that money? Oh, there was a police officer pulling a man out of a wheelchair before he gets hit by a train. Well, Todd did that. Todd yeah. was that, Todd police did that? Yeah, he did that police officer. Yeah. He's an
2: auxiliary police officer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like to talk about his valor on the job, but he there was a, a man in a wheelchair on the mm-hmm. uh, train tracks, and Todd, as Todd does, goes out on patrol.
0: He takes it upon himself to do it, and it is was there, just amazing. There's nothing this man can't. There's do. nothing. Please welcome Todd
4: Glass. Yeah.
6: Hey, Todd. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I appreciate the story, Steve. You got it a teeny bit wrong. Oh, did I? I'm not proud of this. I'm not proud of this. I was on an hallucinogenic, if I say that word right, drug, and I pushed a man into the wheel. Oh, Oh, my
2: God. God. So you actually pushed the, the man in the wheelchair onto the train tracks?
6: Onto the train track. But talk about good people in life. I don't know if you heard this story. You probably didn't there was a cop there
4: and he pulled them out
2: of there. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Good things well, that, happened. That must be what that audio is. Then. I, I misspoke. <laughs> you were attempting to kill him, but yes. but then this other gentleman, or, well, actually a woman, rescued him, a police yeah. officer. So, well, cool. I should...
6: First of all, I want to say, and I'm not trying to start trouble, I swear, you know Kathy, after she heard Marissa do that news, is pooping all over her pants. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, she's probably, she's uh, yeah, she's back uh, next week, but I, I think that she um, she hears that level of precision, and I think there there is a bit of sweat going on.
6: Oh, she's pooping all over, sweat. <laughs> she is literally poops flying everywhere. Her parents... Whoever she's with, Kathy, what's wrong? What's wrong? Did you just hear Marissa do the traffic? Oh God, I'm screwed. I
5: that's- love you, Todd, but I'm pretty sure she just knows she has job security for the yeah. rest of her life after she listens to me do them.
6: Well, that's what she told me. She a while back, personally, she said, "Don't ever repeat it." She goes, "Todd, they could never fire me." She goes, "I have some stuff on them which would make your head <laughs> <laughs> world. <laughs> well, that isn't
2: that what entertainment is essentially about? What what you have on other people?
6: right that's my problem thank you
0: steve am i right
6: (laughs) first of all how 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 is everybody you're
0: all good we're doing great everybody's healthy yeah Yeah. we're all we're all good good. yeah nick are you there no Nick is not here both he and kathy have uh have today off uh but they'll be back with us on monday
6: Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. You know, I realized, First of all, let me let you lead the interview. I'm different now. I'm not the the wild, crazy guy I used. We to we think. sense you're
2: much, you're much, you're more contemplative. You're more because I was looking at your your uh, Twitter page, and you you have a, an extreme adoration for Mister Rogers. And and are we seeing the beginning of of a new Mister Rogers for a new generation in Todd Glass?
6: People have told me for years that I'm the new Mr. Rock. Well, actually, I I told myself that. That's not the point of the story.
2: No.
0: (laughs)
6: Um, Mr. You know, Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. And I actually like it when things get really bad, whether it whatever it is in life. And I like it because it's tangible. It's like things are bad. It doesn't make them get better. But if you remember to look for how. You know, just when we can see how bad we can be as a species, you have to search for the people that show us how good we can be as a species. And, um, you know, if you go on even Twitter or YouTube, there's so many videos that remind us of that. Bum, 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 <laughs> bum, 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 bum.
2: That was beautiful. Actually, I love what you're doing on, uh, speaking of Twitter, There's, it's sort of a, um, a modern art way to do your stand-up, and it's you, your head through a... A, a, a vertically rectangular window and you're delivering comedy through that window. I don't know what you're delivering that comedy into it. Is it another room or what is it? If it's in, it looks like well, it's another my, room. My friend,
6: Scott Moran, he uh, is a producer and he would just, cause people wanted to be safe. So he would just come over to your house. And he would, from outside, so I just had a little window, like in a bathroom window. I thought, oh, that looks sort of funky. Open the window, and you sort of do stand-up. I tape my notes next to the window, and I, and then, like, he's actually coming tomorrow. We're going to do it again, and I'm literally, he's going to be in my yard. I'm going to go up on my roof, because it's safe. You know, we're, we're totally distant, I, I mean, and I'm going to do
2: it, it sort of looks like, like it's it's like Dolly-esque comedy. It looks like laughing, With, yeah. you know, when they
6: oh, yeah, own, they're, they're they're like, the
2: comedy wall. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. It does, it does look a little like laughing, and it's funny you say that because you can shut the window at the punchline. and It says, <laughs> all right, that's the punchline. <laughs> yep. hey, are, are you guys by any chance – I sent it to Casey, but only like 10 minutes before we went on. It's this thing I, – I don't know how to explain it, but picture there's like a 30-foot screen. You go to a soundstage and you do it. It's very safe the green room is outside you're not right. near anybody picture if there's like a screen it's like 30 feet high and it's wrapped around you in a semicircle so you go in there to do your stand up but they put people up on the screen so there's there's you know there might be 500 people watching but 30 people go put up on the screen so you hear them and you know with technology today the sound it's real time and there's people laughing and I did it the other day and it was amazing. So this is
2: your your super secret uh comedy show and you did it you did it over Zoom with those Zoom people. You were getting their their um their ambi- ambient feedback and those that was your audience, correct? That was the audience. And
6: it's not to look, I always say this to people when they go hey Todd, should I try that new thing? I'm like, look, nothing's going to be like live stand up. It will come back yes. and we'll appreciate it even more. It's going to come back. And things will return to normal. But uh, I mean, but this is in the meantime and you could have somebody from Chicago, somebody from Hong Kong. So when you if you go to do one of those, you're not limiting yourself just to that. You know, you, you can go all over.
2: All over the For place. many people, Todd, that's their dream show. Somebody from Chicago and somebody from Hong Kong.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, there are certain things that work in comedy and it's that Chicago Hong Kong sensibility. You really... know,
6: you know, it's so funny, whatever I go to think of. <laughs> Where all over the world you can get it. I can never think of a thing. I go, you, I always go to Florida. Who the hell wants someone from Florida? Oh, you can go all over the place. You can go from Florida to, 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 for, to and then I make up a city because people don't really pay attention. You could be in Florida or you can be in Brisbane, Beau, uh, Connecticut. Uh-huh. Brisbane, Connecticut. Uh-huh. No, I you know.
2: Usually Timbuktu is one that people like to throw out there or yeah. Saskatchewan <laughs> or stuff like that. So, but I know yeah. what you're saying. But the experience worked for you. And I think when people see this, and obviously we want to talk about your your Netflix special, which is bed out, which is great, and we love, and remind people that it's there. But um, people are just chomping at the bit for for you know any iteration of normalcy, and you say, well, we'll get back to to live comedy, but still, you're making this work. They're doing the drive-in shows. We have Bert Kreischer coming into town on on Sunday to do a, a drive-in show here, and 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 things are starting to open up. Um, so so but is this something you think you could carry on doing even when everything returns and, and and you have this as another option? Well, that's actually a really
6: good question because I said – and I, by the way, when Burt Kreischer did those driving shows, I got so jealous. I was like, oh, that – that's going to be so much fun. I mean, it's different. You just have to pull what's fun out of it. There's, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, it's true. You know what I mean? It's go, It's going to be different. But I think that some of this stuff, like the thing I just sent you that we were talking about, where they you do a show and they put people up on the screen. Yeah, you, you, you can put a few people on Facetime if you're doing a show from your house. You can put them up on the computer, but they're teeny. This is like gigantic, and I think afterwards it will have a life. That like like we just said, there's some little cities. Let's say you're you know like a you're an act, and you never get a chance to go to a city or you go to another country, uh, but you could go there like through this and and do a show. So, so t- and-
2: Todd, think about this. So, like we were talking about, you know, the celebrities now that are doing cameo yeah, and doing cameo. Um, you know, we had G- Gilbert Gottfried in here before the all this stuff struck, and he's he was pushing his 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 uh, his cameo stuff. So let's say. Where somebody couldn't, like, per se, hire a a Todd Glass to come and do a, a, like, a a stand-up thing at a party they were throwing. You could do a Zoom thing where you're performing for a select group of people for a premium price. You can't just phone it in for Todd Glass. And that would make it a a potential reality, correct? No, yeah, exactly, exactly.
6: Matter of fact, I, I started doing the Cameo, too. And at first, you know, you have to morph and you have to make it your own. At first, it's like, hey, hey. Uh, you know, Lisa, I know you're turning 30 and your sister, uh, your sister, Jennifer told me, and some of them, it is that wish someone a happy birthday. Right. But once you start doing them a little different, I've actually had fun. I, I luckily I have my podcast studio here the other day. I did one where someone just asked me, you know, to do an old bit. I'm like, yeah, of course I'll do the old bit. And, or could you riff on this a little? So now I just did that for like five minutes. But sometimes they're having people on cameo where they were like four different households. There could be three people in every household. There could be one people, right. but Up to four households, and I forget what the price is. But they can um, you you can have someone do a little stand up. They could do their old routine, or you could suggest something. So, and again, if you're going to leave it and go and, and go, all right, I'll judge it after I'm done. How how close it was to regular stand up, or if. It's not going to be you have to you it's there's things that are not as good as regular stand up, but some things are fun, and while it's going on, you can make the best out of it i I sort of like thinking that there's some a few people bored out of their minds somewhere, and if I commit hundred percent like you know you do stand up yes. for them, yeah. I tell them to turn out their lights. I do. I tell people on that super serious show, I love it because the producer, before we performed, like right up my alley, he went on and he told everybody, Hey, uh, turn down your lights, everybody. And he he knew, like, he would reference people, Hey, a blue shirt. He would go, Bring your lights down. You have a big light. So, because to make it feel normal. And I liked, I wanted to give it my all. I wanted someone that was craving stand up at the end of it go that actually made me feel that was
2: fun that's cool and i have to ask you also because you you know you you're legendary as a very you're, you everything in its place a proper tupperware but your refrigerators is everything's in order little ocd action going on uh how are you as far as the cleaning and the germaphobic stuff are, are you okay have, have you found your happy spot or are you still in a constant state of panic Well, it's a good
6: question because I, luckily, it's not really germs that bother me. Like, you know, I can touch things. And I I mean, I've I've been following the rules. And the way I look at it, the the less stuff you touch, the better you are. When I wipe off all my groceries before I bring them in the house, was there Corona on my groceries? Uh, Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But I figure, why not? Be careful. Wear my mask. uh, But you have to live a little. But. I, so I just, I'm more of an order person. Like I like things in order, but, um, so I've been, I've been doing okay. You know, I'm, I, you know, like us all, I have days where I'm like, I I go, I start thinking like, is the world going to end some days, <laughs> but I will give you some, not that you're calling me for good news, but I, we want good, good news. Yeah. Good energy out there too. Blake Wexler, a Philadelphia comedian. And, and everybody might have someone like this in their life. Well, Blake Wexler's girlfriend, Uh, was put in charge of writing articles only about five months ago about the corona. So every day she talks to doctors and scientists. And, you know, I notice when you ask people like that a question, everything they say makes sense. There's always... Uh, realistic hope it's not like oh the world's ending it's like she has good answers sometimes i have to up my game a little she goes oh todd i wouldn't do that sometimes she goes oh you're having people over your house you're going to be this feet apart oh you'll be fine yeah and there's hope and there's promise and you don't have to run scared i always when you have questions because you have some friends they just hear stuff and they repeat it yeah you know what i heard (laughs) if you put cotton balls up your nose you won't get it right
2: yeah. Oh, really? yeah 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 you, you every everything in in moderation i and, and you know it's as they say we're we'll uh we'll come out the other end of this but uh with the netflix hey, the way, go ahead
6: if stand-up ends well two things one i've thought this out guys i just want you to know stand-up ends i'll just be like a crazy guy yelling on the corner at people like, oh, that's what i'll do that's perfect I for could you see me yeah i'll just be on the corner like why well, i don't understand how come when you go to a hotel they don't put it? All. Can you believe it? Hey, guess what? And then you know, people be like, oh, that guy's losing his mind. Like, I'm not losing my mind. I'm a stand-up comedian. May pretend I'm on a stage and
2: it looks right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's actually per you'd be a homeless person, but with better material. I'd, be- <laughs>
8: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I'd have
6: i I'd be I'd be the guy yelling. Uh, but people would go, you know the guy that yells on uh, fourth and market? Of course I do a Philly reference. Um <laughs>
2: Do you, uh, do you, did you did you ever funny. do did you ever do street comedy? Did you ever try that? They used to was for a brief period there was a lot of footage of comedians going out and doing yeah like like uh, you know they call busking the yep. the, the musicians go out and do it. Did you ever do that? Well,
6: another good question. Years ago, I went uh, about like 1990. I started this thing called Mobile Comedian, and there's probably some pictures online. And it was a jeep. I'll, I'll try to explain this real quick, but in the back of the Jeep, I stood. So where the seat was, we took the seat out, you know, that little seat in the back of it, just a little like Jeep Jeep. Took the seat out, put a stage, and then there were lights and a PA system. Then I moved it to a little Nissan pickup truck. And I would do shows all over the place, and my friends were all joking me. They're like, Todd, I think it's time to bring back mobile comedians. D- well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Well,
2: right now, it's you know, as, as you're yeah. adapting to the current situation, yeah, by all means. And again, it's Act Happy is your special on Netflix, which we love. Yeah. and thought and, it was
0: great. And also, real quick before we wrap, because we got to move along, Todd, but uh, what's the the HBO series that you got a part in? Ten-year-old Tommy?
6: Yeah, it's called, you know what? I'm going to watch it tonight. I haven't even watched it yet. But I read my part and, uh, it's called 10 year old Tommy and I'm doing 10 episodes. I play the principal. It's a, it's a, it's just, when I got it, I usually get nervous when I get auditions. And I was like, Todd, don't mind F yourself. Just, this is a silly part. You're a principal. It's, it's, it's really funny. Um, and I can curse. Uh, that's always a plus for me. It's and, um, and, um, so I just, in my living room, I didn't even have to go to an audition. I did it over the phone with the producer. You know, I smoked a little bit, just a teeny uh. bit, and I had so much fun. I actually enjoyed the audition, so it's, and it's something to do, and it's a voiceover for an animated series, so it's safe, and, um, uh, I don't know when my episodes start, but I was excited, but also, no because I know you guys are rapping, but thank you, always, uh. You know, there's not that many things I don't mind getting up at quarter to six for. I was actually excited about this. <laughs> oh, Can you're take one sure. thing? Yeah, absolutely. I want to leave on a positive. The good thing about the masks, the, having to wear masks are, that now finally people know if their own breath smells. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> good point.
0: Yep. You don't have to do the They're hand like, over oh your mouth God.
6: thing. Oh, my God. No wonder nobody wanted to be around me. My good breath point. is... Ooh.
0: There you oh, go.
2: Anyway, and now we know. That's, you always see the positive. And now we yeah, know. We appreciate it. All
0: right, Todd. <laughs> awesome to speak with you, sir. We will catch up soon, okay? Yes, and happy
6: birthday to anyone celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> of course. Oh, of course. Yes. One week. That's so
0: that's so kind. Thank you, Todd. We love you. Todd glass, guys. <laughs>
4: Todd All right, see you. He man. always remembers the people oh,
0: celebrating birthdays. Doesn't
2: he though? All yeah. right.
3: Yes. Love this jingle so much. And I and I heard the jingle and then I felt so bad. That our next guest didn't have a jingle that I actually ran into the other studio. Did you do a jingle I was for...
0: wondering why you. Yeah,
3: I was like, oh my god, I got to do your a...
0: headphones.
3: Uh, yeah, I got to do a jingle for this. So listen, the the, um, the quality's not that great. Well, you we know? understand. Yeah, I, mean, I just did it on the fly before yeah. I roll
0: it. Was he up all night? He tried to. Okay, because I saw you watching a video of him earlier talking yeah, about somebody, us. And the fact that he radio, they dared him to. I don't know oh, if he made God. it or not. All right, well, he should be happy because we have a jingle for him. Yeah, none terrible. of us have heard this. Casey he literally Brand left new. the studio <laughs> during the Todd Glass interview, and I guess recorded this. So here we go. <laughs>
8: Bert Bert
0: Wow. That's the United States Air Force thing. And you know what? He is every bit the military. Yes, he is. Bert Chrysler is on Hey Bert. Very impressive. Very impressive. No, it wasn't. No, it was terrible. Not at all. Uh have you been up all night, man? Bert? Uh oh! Yes, yeah, what's up, guys? Oh, no. Hey, bud, <laughs> well, we already lost you. I was asking, did you stay up all night?
6: I am so hungover right now. Oh, no. I have no idea. All right, we'll this keep this short. Yeah, love. this is this is true love. When you stay, <laughs> we I got a, a, a two hundred dollars worth of McDonald's last night, <laughs> and I tore through about forty nuggets. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now. I am. I am better, worse for wear I, right now. Yeah. Well, we okay. we appreciate it.
2: They're, they're, you right. know, we're just we're just a quick touching base before Sunday, and yeah. uh, you know, the, I don't know if you heard, but we were talking to Todd Glass, and Todd was saying how envious he was of you jumping on this drive-in comedy uh, tour as early as you did because they thinks it's genius, and uh, everyone's looking forward to it. So, when you go from town to town, what's your protocol? Are you are you? I know because you have. Shows you're working on as well. You got that the the uh, the, uh, the TV show that you're working on. So, are you getting tested every couple days, or what's going on? I,
6: I did a test myself. I did the nasal swab that goes
2: to the back of your
6: brain yep. to <laughs> myself yesterday. To myself. You have any idea what that's like? it's
0: I no. <laughs> oh
4: it's <my> god! <laughs>
0: Sound like a little puke came up with that. Uh, <laughs> it
4: did. Yeah.
6: Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing tests every other day because I'm doing a TV show in like seven days. Yeah. And then I do a test every single day. Okay. These tests are killing me, bro. And wow. you know what they say? The number one thing is, do you feel symptoms? And you're like, no, I don't feel symptoms. I'm like, oh, you probably don't have it. And you're like, just do the test anyway. And then you brain, oh, I, I wish I'm, I'm, I'm saving my language because it's so <laughs> horrible. But I,
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's like a, it's like a fondue stick. You're sticking sticking up your nose. Yeah. So you oh,
6: they got a red mark on the line. Yeah. And they're like you got to go to the red mark, oh. and the red mark is down where your where your fingers are. Oh. So you're literally just going. They go. They go. Keep going. You're gonna feel it stop. And when you feel it stop, lean your head back, tilt it, and keep going. Oh. And it
0: is.
2: Dude, have, have you ever had the, the endoscopy where they they uh you know they, the lower they put the no, the hose up through your nose and down yeah, your throat? It's horrible. You ever well, had- I grew. I grew Look, listen,
6: listen. I I grew up. I grew up back when it was okay to assault children. Oh. And just, <laughs> the, the gag was, uh, hey man, the hose is broken. See if you can blow in it to make it work, and you'd be like, huh, what? And then you just blow in the hose, blow in the hose. Right. And your uncle would crank it on, and you get oh, <laughs> waterboarded. Yes. Waterboarded. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So you you you've you've been there. So, but but we're 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 looking forward to everything. There's a high level of excitement, and uh, you know how quickly this this sold out. And and so, have you done any of these? When was the last one of these you did? Last night. Um, it was no, last, last night. I, was doing, I didn't know it was this kind of show doing, last yeah, yeah, night. I'm, do,
6: I'm doing shows every single night. I'm doing two shows a night. I didn't I've know that. Six nights. But it's amazing. These are amazing. These are so much fun. Everyone is tailgating. They are setting up lawn chairs they're setting up couches they're opening up the back of their trucks they're enjoying it the way america would enjoy an event i'm telling you i love this so much i may not go back i am being dead serious i may not go back you walk out to a crowd and you see i'm telling you this makes my heart swell you see americans (laughs) loving an event and tailgating the way only America—they're not doing this in ISIS. It is
2: so <laughs> much fun. There is no tailgating with ISIS. You're right. They're not doing this in ISIS. They're only doing this in America. And and I'm telling you, I I have
6: I feel like I'm the only America. I'm the only comic with new jokes. I love my brand new hour. I love my brand new hour. I have the greatest. I have the greatest. Oh, I can't even tell the joke, but it's a great joke about my wife and freshness
2: and whatnot. <laughs> it, you, you actually told us last time. We just talked to you recently. We just wanted to get this this last hit before the, the show on Sunday. But you said you have perhaps the best coronavirus joke of all time, and, and so we. Oh, I have
6: the best coronavirus joke. I have the best coronavirus joke, and I have the best. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say this properly. I have the best new joke about my wife and I having. Uh, uh, Oral pleasures? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I am so happy to be on the road right now. It feels so good. I texted Rogan last night and I go, just so you know, to have a brand new joke that works, that kills, and to be excited about it, that is the feeling I miss about stand-up. And him, Segura, and Ari were all like, oh, my God. I am so jealous. I don't have any new jokes. Oh. I love being back on the road.
2: Yeah, you got to it's it's a muscle that you have to work and so, and, and yeah. it's good that you can do that. And I love that you
3: are so forthcoming with information and jokes <laughs> about your family. Are how, how are they receptive to all this stuff? You know, this may not work out well. I'm not
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, that's why you stay on the road so much. Because yeah. you don't want to go home and face Well, the, Yes,
2: dist- uh, Distance Lens Enchantment. <laughs> oh,
6: yeah. yeah. With the new tax increase, we're, we're 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 volleyballing back and forth the idea about a, a trial separation. See how that works. And then maybe i the am just broken.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Bert, I do have to ask because, and listen, everybody's bought their tickets, so you don't have to worry about anything like that, but... Um, what what if it rains? Do you still do the show?
6: Oh, we had to cancel the show because of lightning the other okay. night. All right, so and, lightning uh, might be an issue. Lightning's the only issue. If the lightnings within seven miles, then we have to uh, stop down. And when I waited for four hours, we did like literally it was like two in the morning. I went out. And I told everyone we had to cancel, and they were bummed. They were very cool. Yeah, rain can. The no, rain's not an issue. Lightning's the
2: issue. Like, All right, lightning's the
6: All right. Issue. I, I've done shows
2: with rain. I had a mosquito fly down my throat last night. <laughs> I got <laughs> a mosquito fly down yeah. your throat. Uh, <laughs> so it, It's bizarre. I'm
6: sweating aggressively on stage, but whatever.
0: All right. Well, we, we're we going to be there. We're have uh, you know we hosting the show. We get a chance to, to, in a very strange way, introduce you or make stage announcements, but we're not going to be on stage. We're going to be somewhere with a microphone, and we'll be speaking to people on their car radios, which is kind of interesting.
4: <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Uh, don't, don't you
6: guys do that already? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah.
0: I know. Never yeah. in a live comedy show though. Right. Yeah. But it we're, we're definitely
6: told me that was when they canceled my show because of lightning. They're like, hey, we can give you a mic and you can talk in the radios. And I got so excited, I was like, <laughs> Right into their cars, into their cars. <laughs> and I must have felt like Vespucci. Uh, what's the guy's name who created radio? Like,
2: uh, uh, Marconi.
6: I was like, "This is better than podcast."
2: <laughs> <laughs> into <is> their cars. <laughs> that's great. Well, we're, we're yeah, we're we're completely looking forward to it, oh and, and uh, it's actually going to be cut the temperature. You won't be sweating so much. It's going to be. I think it's only going to be in the seventies,
0: seventy-five degrees. Yeah. yeah, that's the high.
6: Oh, I have a radar
2: app.
4: I watch the radar aggressively.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, yeah. We don't. We don't want. We want you to get some sleep. We want you to be wherever well I said. You got another show tonight. You're doing like seven nights in a row, dude. And Philadelphia's going to be the last answer of of the at least the every night in a row thing. So you ought to, you ought to be nice and slap happy by the time you get here on Sunday.
6: Yeah, whatever they tell you the rules are, make sure that you make yourself comfortable. Yeah. If they say no booze, enjoy yourself. If they say <laughs> no drugs, enjoy yourself. <laughs> if they say no cigarettes, enjoy yourself and pack up, have a good time, tailgate. I will see you in Philly. I am so, so, so excited. Thank you, guys. I miss All you, right. guys. Don't uh, get We'll, we'll see right, you, We'll <laughs> see you on
0: Sunday. We love you, man. Take care. Thanks for the call, bud. We'll see you. All right, Burt Kreischer. Yeah. I didn't want to keep him too long because no, he's living he's, a hard life, he's, he's living Jesus. on – he's just burning at both ends. You're right. looking, so, Steve, yeah, he did – I'm looking at the
2: schedule press. I'm looking at the
0: dates. He started on the 10th. He did Wichita on the 10th, Kansas City on the 11th, Memphis on the 12th, Louisville, Kentucky last night. Tonight he does Columbus, Ohio, Pittsburgh on the 15th, and then Sunday – He's doing Philly, and then he has one day off, and then he goes to Cape Cod and then back down to Oceanport, New Jersey. That's insane. And that that is is that's a—and and for as hard as he goes, as far as not just doing the show, <laughs> hanging out, partying with people and all that stuff— I, I don't know how he's doing it.
2: I just want to see that bus again. With yes. this, his, mm-hmm. it, the, the Burke-Reicher bus. Yes. It's so
0: freaking funny. I wish we would have had time to go in it and, I know. and check it out. But we had to go. It was at the the Cardboard Classic, and we had to go straight from the E2000 lounge to the hill. And he was already over there with the, the, their sled and everything.
3: And that was one week before the coronavirus yeah. existed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One week before that.
5: I went on it while we were on the air.
0: Okay. was it nice. Nice.
5: It was awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, because everyone was, like, coming out of bedrooms and rooms because he has, like, six guys on there with him. Yeah. All those guys. And if you follow him on Instagram, he posts videos from the bus all the time. But, I mean, it it was like a total, like, dude bachelor pad. There's just bottles and crap and wrappers everywhere. But it was gorgeous inside there.
0: Nice. Uh, So we're going to be there, uh, obviously, like I said. So if you are going to the show... Uh, you'll be tuning in on your radio. We, I, I don't know if I'm going to be in my car and you're going to be in your car. And they I, we have no my idea. R- I have no idea how this is going to work out. I mean, cause we, listen, well, however it is, we'll do it, but, uh, it, it'll, it'll be weird, but yeah. fun. I'm taking my son Carter. He's a, uh, he's a huge, uh, Kreischer fan. Yeah. So. Uh, he's stoked about it, and uh, it, it'll be interesting. I've, I've never experienced anything quite like this before. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Never this, yeah. no. Ne- there's never been a show of this nature. But we were talking about yesterday with the uh, the setup that they had done over in England for a, uh, it was a I think it was a country concert, yeah, it country was a,
0: music. Yeah, it was a uh, concert or festival or something right.
2: like that. And and this that setup, and we all agreed pandemic or no yeah. that would be the way to see just about any show well i'm, I'm surprised uh,
3: that it took this long to come up with a plan because you got to like you're, you're looking at like all these industries that have been affected and like live nation had saw like basically a 98% drop in business which yeah. is just yeah insane right and you got to figure but you also have to make sure that um, that a majority of the people are comfortable with it right even right. the people that aren't going or have no plans on going that they're comfortable enough that they're not going to raise a stink. You but know what think I mean? about
2: this. So this, so everything comes back. All right, we it, we get to where we need to be, where people are comfortable, whether it's a vaccine or whatever, whatever makes people right. comfortable. You have to respect people's feelings on on that. So we're at a place that's approximately where we were before, and venues are open up and people are going. I would see no reason to close down. These sorts of venues and options that have been created yeah, that yeah. allow people this this deal, why not?
0: Yeah, I guess the only issue would be it's a little more production cost. It's probably fewer people that pay for tickets, so that might make it a little bit more difficult. Yeah,
2: but in some cases, like um, uh, outdoor comedy shows, and because th- yeah. people are looking for creative ways. Something different. Yeah, so, uh, something where you can get pulled off the stage. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh,
5: the man is going to start doing driving theaters, uh, driving movies. Yeah. drive-in
2: movies yeah because they would do, they, they used to do the the concert playing along with the um uh, remember they're doing lord yes. of the rings
0: and all that stuff but by drive-in do you mean in your car it's got to uh,
5: be in the parking lot yeah, it can't
0: be at the actual venue yeah itself. they have
5: that huge parking lot right mm-hmm. in front of it right. So maybe they're setting it up there okay. i think the next one's all right
0: that the could work yeah
5: so you know people will get in creative
0: yep all right so listen Rain, we can deal with, just not lightning. So that's what we'll keep an All eye on. Right. That's what I wanted to find out from him. Rain a little bit, I can't see him canceling. No, show. not a problem. It's but I'll be effing furious if we get lightning. Yeah, we'll see about that. All right, listen. Good to talk to Bert. Good to talk to Todd. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Speaking of Bert's show, at the end of the program this morning, we're going to have a chance to win a carload, which is four people, uh, to go to that. And be at the show on Sunday at the Citizens Bank Park. And by the way, there's a bunch of other shows taking place. The Struts is one of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go to WMMR.com. You can get the details on tickets and also the do's and don'ts. That's important as well. If you're going to be going to the show, make sure that you, you know, are, are... Playing by the rules so that you can stay for the show and, and make sure you don't miss out on it. How do you bounce a car out of Where? a venue? Uh, a tow truck. Y- yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, come back in a second. Some bizarre file stories are on the way for you.
9: MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series, an hour long concert made up of the best live performances ever captured.
1: MMR Rocks.
9: Metallica in concert this Saturday night at 7. We're all jonesing for live music, and this should help. So hit the backyard, get the tailgate started, and crank up MMR every Saturday night this summer at 7. It's MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series. Sponsored
1: by Acme Markets, official supermarket of the Preston and Steve show.
9: This week, Metallica. 93.3
1: WMMR. Everything that rocks.
5: Not your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. I have to point out that Marissa has her fans without question. Oh, yeah.
2: She's in here
0: doing the traffic. Yes. Either they hate Kathy or they love Marissa. I'm not sure which it is.
2: That's the only two ways. Yeah. 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 You've got to hate one and love the other. But they appreciate the attributes you bring.
5: Thank you. You can hate both of us, too. Yeah. (laughs) You can also love love both
4: both of
0: us. There's room for love, for both of these ladies, of course, but we should do a popularity contest. oh no, my no. God, not No, lose that so bad. But <laughs> thank you that.
5: for all of the kind messages. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Yep.
0: Uh, so yeah, Kathy and Nick will be back on uh, Monday with with COVID in the way. Um, vacations worked out. We had some plans were in place well in advance of all this, and some plans couldn't be changed. And so, therefore, we try to all take the exact same vacation days so we can. We, and we don't for up, years, yeah. For all these years we have, this is the only year that it's really ended up otherwise.
2: Well, you heard with uh, with Pierre, right? He's he canceled his vacation. I think he was going to be on vacation for next week. Was it? Uh, yeah, and he he was where he was going to. Uh, they they couldn't, because of the turnaround and, yeah. and and quarantining, and you had fourteen days and so on and so forth,' He's like, I have it.
0: I was supposed to be in Costa Rica last week. Yeah. We was supposed to be there. we did we had bid on this prize at for a, charity at a charity event, and we got it, and we were all excited. We, yeah, this badass place for pretty damn cheap because yeah. when you bid on those things, if you come in low and nobody beats you, you can get these it's, things for a steal. It's the big secret. So when
2: we encourage you when things come back online and there are things like these charity events and these are things that we tell you to go to, you're exactly right, Preston. My yeah. wife plays the odds on those things all the time <laughs> and you'll get you go with a couple people, you'll get killer trips for like nothing.
3: Yep. Steve, I was at a golf outing where there was a trip. Uh, it was a safari in, in Africa. A
2: safari.
3: Mm-hmm. Nobody was bidding on it. I'm calling my wife. I'm like, dude, we can go to Africa for a thousand dollars. I'm like, D- you know, she's like, no, and that's everything. I, I mean, yeah. Um, no, there was something. They didn't throw in everything. No, listen, it, I might have h- had to pay. Might have not included for zebra air... food. No, no, Some it, it might air not air have fare. included no, airfare, right? Oh, so right. you know, and airfare is you know a nice chunk of change, Rip but off. the eight day safari. You know, for a thousand bucks, that's like an eight, nine, ten $10,000 yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I don't want to go to Africa. I was like, you know what? Really?
5: Casey, my family, actually, my aunt and uncle and cousin went on that one. So really? They work at like, you know, Mainline Health, Comcast, a law firm, respectively. So they attend a lot of those charity events and they waited until one time that it was <laughs> at its lowest and they bid on it and they were actually able to add some more trip onto it. Crazy. And they said it was one of the best trips of their life. Hmm. But Preston, hmm. You reminded me that I was supposed to be in the Greek islands. Right yes, now. you were,
0: weren't you? Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. yep. Supposed to be attending Sorry. a wedding.
0: No sad, bro, but in yeah, you were supposed to be in Greece. <laughs> the more
5: we it talk, was...
2: the more we're giving ourselves reasons to be sad, uh, and we should not have this. No.
5: Either. I mean, we all, my friends and I all just kind of, at the beginning of, of you know, this pandemic, nobody quite knew what was going sure. on. So we all kind of kept an eye on the flight and, and the prices. It never went down a dollar.
4: Really? Yeah. It it's, was still
5: like $1,500 yeah. to go to the Greece Islands in in August. It's just we're time to go stay in Yeah. Yeah. going like, to the greece islands the greek trip was uh, cheaper yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Wow.
5: all
9: uh, right
0: well anyhow no sad bro no next sad year. bro here we are all together once again i do want to point out there is a new daily rush video that is mm. up and it is bono's <laughs> safe Light commercial oh uh safe flight repair safe Light replace right? yeah i finally now after hearing you guys sing that over and over i finally now see the commercial do you want to try to sing it with us sure yeah all right ready to go Two, three, four. Safe light repair. Safe light
2: replace. Man, it's it's easy to nail. Yes, yeah. it is. It, but is. Least it never sounded better.
0: Uh, so it says uh, in the description: Bono and the Edge got a bustle in their hedgerow <laughs> and now need their windshield replaced. <laughs> Uh, so you can watch it now, PrestonAndSteve.com. And it is sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's first comedy club restaurant and bar. All right, uh, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Now,
1: bizarre. WMMR presents
0: Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre file. Oh, thought I lost my B-files. Here we go. Brought to you this morning by HERS. You can pick up specially marked bags of HERS today for a chance to win $10,000 and take your summer to the next level. Full rules and details at summer.hers.com. HERS, Hers, forever good. Uh, Tara Busker, this is a terrible story. She's okay, though. Was injured by a boat propeller, never good, after falling off the bow of her pontoon boat. So This is apparently something that people do. On a pontoon boat on the very, very front... There's a, there's a little, um, kind of a gate that goes around, but on the outside of it, there's yeah. a little piece of deck. Right. And some people will sit on the front of that. Not wise. And that is where she was. She said, the takeaway is never ride on the front of a pontoon. As much as it looks like a lot of fun, it's not worth it. It was 4th of July. She and her 3-year-old niece were sitting on the pontoon's bow, or bow, uh, with Tara's legs hanging over the edge. Tara's husband slowly steered the boat through a no-wake zone. Somebody came by the no-wake zone. They were going too fast and made a big wave. Tara said, it grabbed my feet, and because I had my arm around her, it pulled both of us under the boat. Tara's niece was tucked in front of her and made it through the tunnel between the boat's two floats. But Tara's back. Came in contact with the propeller. Holy hell. Yeah, right. So how badly was it torn up? So her family members came to her aid. She was airlifted to a hospital, punctured lung, four broken vertebrae, and four ribs broken or shattered. She could have easily been killed. Yep. Doctors used 27 staples to close her back up. A month after the incident, she is still undergoing physical therapy. She said a few centimeters, and I would have had a severed spine. Uh, She's not the first person to fall in front of a pontoon. It's a relatively common accident. Uh, said an expert, perhaps 150 accidents up through 2015. Do you do you remember the uh,
2: when uh, pressing with uh, speedboats and powerboats uh, when the all the rage became to put that compartment in front of the driver, in front of the uh, w- there was like a, a compartment right up on the bow of the boat. Yeah, and people would sit in it, and they was yeah. it was sort of a shallow yes. area. A lot of times people would launch out of those, hit things. a wave, and yeah, yeah, boom, yeah. fly up
0: out of there. You got to be careful. Boating accidents always sound terrible to me. Well, you know, the, the prop. <laughs> Uh, Aspiring barristers have claimed that they were forced to urinate in bottles and buckets in front of their laptops while taking their online bar exams remotely. The students said that they were told that they could fail their two-hour and 45-minute paper if they left their seats or did not maintain screen eye contact. So, to stop them from cheating. This is in England, yeah. But well, what if the, all the answers are written on their penis? The bar. Well, you can't look down at it. Oh. Uh, the Bar Standards Board said that it had provided straightforward guidance. Some students what had... What if your penis is so huge that you can keep it on the table? Some students had to use the receptacles while being monitored by remote... Wow invigilator, I guess an invigilator is a... A A futuristic warrior sent into the past to kill the... I didn't know that. (laughs) The invigilator. I thought it was somebody who just watched to make sure that they're not cheating. Oh, yeah, probably. uh, Through webcams. One student described the situation as ridiculous. Sophie Lamb, who studies at the BPP University Law School in Leeds, said she was forced to use a bucket as a toilet while she sat in front of her laptop in her kitchen during the test. But that makes sense because... Because how would you maintain any sort
2: of control in that testing environment when everyone's taking the test from home?
0: She said, to be honest, it was a bit ridiculous, the fact that this is an organization that is meant to be promoting our ethical standards, but, we, but also our welfare. <laughs> They're pissing and taking dumps and buckets. She said I had to put the bucket under the chair, and I was wearing a long dress and had to squat down, but to make sure my face was still on camera. Uh, the ethics exam, the professional ethics exam, which was set by the Bar Standards Board, is one of three centralized tests that they must sit at, uh, sit as uh, part of the Bar Professional Training Course. Uh, another student, uh, Tian Juansi, said that he had to urinate in a bottle while maintaining eye contact with mm-hmm. the laptop screen, so he would not be accused of cheating. And also, he, he pleaded with them to use a bathroom, but he said he was forced to empty the contents of the bottle on the carpet to make space. You know, if you have a bottle yeah, that's yeah. too small, and that's it. That's yeah. it. You got to pour it out and keep or keep peeing. I wonder if you could have
2: pre-recorded yourself. Yeah. you know, like in those right? heist like movies, like in those heist yeah. movies yeah. where, yeah, yeah, where it's like on a loop, right? It's and then there's just like, like for a
0: nanosecond, just a little glitch. Yep. Uh, let's see. Here's the story. Uh, I got this out of Vice. Uh, back in May, they wrote about a group of gun enthusiasts. Who, and I've never heard of this, who love taking pictures of loaded weapons pointing at their own penises, like at their own crotch. Okay, so this is a thing, Steve. What? Yeah. So on a long enough timeline, one of them was inevitably, inevitably going to accidentally discharge their weapon, and on Tuesday, that appears to be exactly what happened to one member in the San Diego area. According to bloody pictures and video he posted on social media, and the Imperial County Sheriff's Office, which confirmed the incident. I cocked my gun, then gunned my... No, I can see. Rather than step back and start questioning whether the practice is wise, the group made this guy an administrator and are now celebrating him as their king. Oh, my God! Oh, no, idiots. On August 11th, a member of the group called Loaded Guns pointed at Venus, with the B as kind of in parentheses, uh, posted... That's like uh, Wilfred Brimley. Uh, posted a video, this this guy posted a video of himself pointing a loaded uh, handgun at his junk. There's a brief pause before the gun discharges. The original video of the man shooting himself in the balls is subsequent uh, thread, and subsequent thread has been deleted, but members of the group captured the video. And they made him king. And re-uploaded it, yeah. Uh, oh, my god <laughs> So this is according to, let's see, oh, yeah, he, he wrote himself. He wrote, hey, boys, I might have effed up. Uh, He is the guy who shot himself in the nuts. He wrote above a picture of his naked legs and splattered blood on the carpet of his floor. A towel is stuffed between his legs and a printed out copy of the Constitution is crumpled on the edge of the photo. The guy posted through the incident as he was bleeding. Oh, my God. And he wrote, God's caliber, and then in parentheses, 45, went through my scrotum, mattress, box spring, and floor. Shot himself in the balls with a 45? Yes, he did. Originally, a man thought he had just grazed his balls, but a subsequent hospital visit told a different story. He said, turns out it wasn't a graze. That round went right the F through me. What I thought were two graze wounds turned to be an entrance and exit wound. So did he clear both of the testes? That I don't know. Ooh, that's did, a trick shot. He didn't respond to a request for comment, but an admin for loaded guns pointed at Venus said <laughs> that he was doing well. Uh, he said the reason that we are calling him king, this is said in a Facebook uh, message, is partially because the poor guy already shot himself. Don't think he needs to be chastised as well. Oh, yes, he does. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm quite sure it says he's learned his lesson without the entire world calling him an idiot. So I read a little bit more into this. And the whole point that the reason that these guys do this is because they're kind of thumbing their noses at people who promote gun safety. In keeping your finger off the trigger and keeping the barrel pointed away from anybody or anything. And so they're kind of thumbing their noses at those. To be reckless with firearms. They're just the stupidest. You'll end up shooting your balls off. People in the yeah, world. Yeah. And they decided to make this guy their king. So oh, my balls. I guess they deserve it. And there you go. That is what we have <laughs> in today's Bizarre File. Yes, Marissa.
5: Alright, we got a uh, check in from the guy who texted us this morning. Who said he is a little sad because it was Friday, but it was just because he had to wake up and go to work. So, oh.
0: I think he's doing oh. Better the right. no sad bro guy. Okay, yes. so he's doing better. Good. I'm happy to hear that. I yes. hope Everybody has. Absolutely. No sad bro-itis this morning. Uh, We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to see if you've been paying attention. We'll do that in the form of a lesson question from today's program. We'll also get into the trash and the music news. So stay close. We ain't going to be gone long. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet
6: connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
0: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Getting really, really close to giving away our tickets to see Bert Kreischer on Sunday live in drive-in. We just talked to Bert a little while ago. (laughs) We kept it nice and short. Bert was—he was so hungover and wiped out. He's doing seven nights in a row of these outdoor shows, and Philly's going to be last of the seven. Then he gets one night off, and he does a couple more. Yeah, but uh, he—he says he has the greatest jokes. He's so proud of uh, whole new set, whole new hour.
2: He's amazing, man. You know, honestly, the when he started, he was more of a character than a stand-up. Mm-hmm. And the stand-up
0: came later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's taken to it. He's just yep. great. Yep, absolutely. So uh, listen up, because we'll do that at the end of the show with the Leather Day Award of the Week Prize. In the meantime, we have a different prize to give away. It's a digital download of the King of Staten Island, and you have to answer a question about something that took place in the program earlier today. Let's see if you were listening, because the question I have for you is this. According to Bill Weston, what happened in Royersford last night at the Big J Okerson <laughs> show? <laughs> what broke out? 215-263-WMMR. According to Bill Weston, what happened in Rofo last night at the Big J Okerson show? What broke out? Let's see if you know. While you're calling in, we're going to do the trash. The trash business
1: is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's
0: Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, what's going on this morning?
2: Well, AMC theaters planning to reopen their theaters on August 20th with 15-cent tickets as part of a one-day promotion. In addition, the theaters will be selling large popcorns for $9. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Finding Freedom, the tell-all book about the royal family revealing that Prince Charles has a framed photo of himself side-by-side with Meghan Markle on the day of her wedding. The book reveals the photo sits next to a large tub of lube and tissues. (laughs) And finally, Andrew Lloyd Webber, volunteering to test a COVID-19 vaccine so that, quote, theaters can finally reopen safely. Webber performed a similar gesture before the opening of Cats when he volunteered to be neutered. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. I <laughs>
0: right. We'll see if you were listening. And we have a question about uh, the program earlier today. What happened in Royers for last night, according to Bill Weston. And I will go to Mike to see if he knows the answer. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Mike, what happened last night in Rofo? A car A car Correct. Mike, hang on the line. Did we ever have... Jim Jackson say kerfuffle? Was that one of his words? Yes. I think we might have. Okay, I think so. Yeah. All right, Mike, hang on the line. We are going to send you up with a digital download. The King of Staten Island celebrated comedy director Judd Apatow and SNL's Pete Davidson, critically acclaimed Heartfelt Comedy, is now available to own on digital. And it is available August 25th on Blu-ray and DVD. Let's get into some music news. Now,
1: Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Yeah! 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 Oh, mama. Brought to you by Godshall's. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. The hometown favorite Godshall's real wood-smoked turkey bacon. From their family of owners to yours. Available at Acme, ShopRite, Wegmans, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, system of a Down. Frontman, Serge Tankian, will release a new solo EP. It's called... Elasticity this fall. <laughs> they love words like that, don't they? They do, they do. Synchronicity, elasticity. Hankin uh, was recently seen filming a video for what is said to be the album's first single, Roomie. Uh, back in May, he described the EP as a collection of rock songs that were first meant for System of a Down. He told Spin originally, I had these songs in mind for a system record, if we were going to end up doing a system record. Uh, but as we could not really see eye to eye on how to go forward with that, I decided to finish them off myself and release them as an EP. So that's yeah, pretty, yeah. there. Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello is set to release a photo memoir entitled Tom Morello Whatever It Takes. He said about the photo memoir over the last uh, over the past couple of years, I have been hard at work putting together an incredibly comprehensive photo memoir of my life as a musician and activist titled Whatever It Takes, and I'm proud to announce. That it will be coming out this October, and you can pre-order the book now at TomMorelloBook.com. Metallica's nonprofit company, All Within My Hands, has partnered with the work boot company Wolverine and a new line of boots and trade school scholarship funding. Uh, uh, the whole idea of trade schools—it's a good—it's a good thing. Uh, the new boot brands, Metallica Scholars, One Thousand Mile Axle. And Hellcat Ultra Spring are now available for pre-order with all proceeds benefiting All uh, All Within My Hands Foundation to further support the skilled trades. Pre-order fulfillment and live sales begin on August 26th. Wolverine boots are really good. They're excellent. Yeah, I almost bought a pair. I usually get them with high heels. Oh, you do? Really? Wow. Steel toes and high heels? steel toes and high heels. Nice.
2: That's a great album. That is an awesome album. Steel toes and high heels. Who would put that out? Evanescence? No, maybe like hailstorm, hailstorm? or
3: um, steel wow. toes and high heels. I like that. Dorothy, yeah. actually, Dorothy's coming out with a new album, and she had gone on Twitter asking, "Hey, what should Send I do?" Send new album? Send that title wow. out. Let's Send help her Send it to Lizzie
0: Hale too. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that would be really good. Steel, steel toes, toes and high, high heels. heels. You heard it right here. Yeah, on remember the Aloha, aloha. So <laughs> they used to have a wife. I Okay. <laughs> Wolverine, this is according to uh, James Hetfield. He said in a statement announcing the partnership, Wolverine shares the same vision that we had uh, when creating the Metallica Scholars uh, Initiative, that it's incredibly important to create and sustain a strong and resilient American workforce. Uh, and all within my hands right. is our way of giving back and building future generations. More importantly, we are helping these students achieve their dreams and transform their lives Through the workforce education programs offered at community colleges all across the country.
6: What? Did we just become best friends? Yep.
0: Uh That's a Wolverine Oh, kind of, yeah. All right, uh, in celebration of its classic 1990 song, Wind of Change, you remember the song from the Scorpions? I do remember that, yes. They're releasing a deluxe box set based around the song on October 3rd. The beloved Power Ballad, which appeared on the band's Crazy World album, has been called the soundtrack to the fall of the Berlin Wall. And the new box set features five versions of the song, including Klaus Mine's original demo on CD and LP. It also includes an 84-page Hardcover book with rare and previously unseen photographs, vocal and piano arrangements, and even a piece of the Berlin Wall itself.
2: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So, wind, Winds of Change was the, or the title of the original song, right? I believe so. Okay. Yes. And uh, it's the one where he whistles yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so, Silent
2: but Freedom was the the other title.
0: <laughs> Klaus Mine said in a statement in times of COVID nineteen and all the wild conspiracy theories. In these extremely trying times, Wind of Change is like a hug, a good friend from a time when the hope for a peaceful world uh, seemed to be fulfilled. You get a guy who can't whistle. <laughs> uh, the dream of peace lives on in this song, he says. That's pretty cool that they include a, an actual piece of the Berlin yeah, Wall. yeah, I love it.
2: I wonder how many pieces obviously it's a massive piece of history. I wonder how many of those little chunks some some sort of entrepreneur decided let let me get grab as much of this as I can and
0: well, I we wonder s- how much exists. We stayed at a resort uh I've told you guys about it before called the Nemacolin uh since uh, central actually western PA. And uh, they have a large like you know 10 foot tall chunk of the wall. Chunk of the wall there oh, that really? you can check out it's behind glass and everything huh. and it's got the graffiti on it and and stuff like This is like the that, Demogorgon? So. No, it's not the Demogorgon. It's the Nemecola. Oh, okay. Uh, and, but, yeah, that's, uh, and it was, like, in the lobby? No, it's outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty ah. cool. And uh, so there, you know, a lot of people got their hands on this stuff. But I guess if you take just a tiny little itty-bitty yeah. crumb of it, yeah. there might be a lot of it to go around. I don't know. Uh, one last story. Dove McKagan's Southern California home is for sale. His wife, Susan, shared the listing for the 1.45 million dollar beach house on Twitter. That doesn't sound like that much. But it, it, when you see stuff. how small the place is, yeah. It's like of course. It's got to be, yeah. It's
2: where it is that matters.
0: The official listing says the three-bedroom, two-bathroom home has a, quote, sweet disposition. Which means it's small <laughs> That's and impractical. Yeah, it's tiny, <laughs> and you'll never fit you and your family. And you'll rue yeah. the day you ever moved in. That is all I have in music news for you. That's more than enough. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's hand the reins to this beast called WMMR over to Pierre Robert. And we'll give you a chance to win our Word of the Week project when we get back to stay with us we'll be right back hey gang obviously this year's been very different no really you don't say anyway the 15th annual i Bleed for president steve blood drive is a go but it's going to be a bit different too it's happening friday august 21st and there will be three donation centers the Fillmore in philadelphia the greater philadelphia expo center at oaks and the fop lodge in northeast
2: philly The Red Cross is always in need, but especially so during this health crisis. So make your appointment
0: at WMMR.com now. Listen, the process is safe, and it follows all social distancing guidelines, which is why both appointments and face masks are mandatory. Register for our I Bleed for Preston and Steve blood drive. And yes, you'll get the newest
2: Preston and Steve t-shirt as our thanks. From the American Red Cross, Penn, Jersey, Blood Services region. And 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: The weekend upon us here. At MMR, by the way, it's going to be a fill-in-the-block house party weekend this weekend. So uh, you can invite us over via your radio or your smart speaker for blocks of your favorite bands all weekend long. We'll pick the uh, first two songs, and then you call or text, request to fill-in-the-block with the third one. It's brought to you by uh, Parks Casino and Sportsbook. So that's going to get started later on as we head into the weekend. And you can go to WMMR.com for all events and so on uh, that are things that are going on with the radio station. Uh, just a couple of thank yous. Thank you to Todd Glass. Todd Glass Woo! for being on the show. Todd has his uh, special, his comedy special, his Netflix comedy special, Act Happy, uh, that is uh, out and about. It has been out for two years, and he's just promoting it again. He he cracks me up. I love his yeah. <laughs> his his faux uh, sincerity. Uh, a lot of times he goes into those
2: bits, and I love it. Yep, yep. If you haven't seen that bit, it is really good oh the, is that special the Netflix it's really special. good yeah. like
3: he there is a um a, a coordination and a uh what's the uh, word i'm looking for like uh when synchronicity when we, synchronicity with the band okay. that he works out because he's got a band there and yes. they're doing like you know um drum rolls and and rim shots and yeah, and kicks. all of that and, yeah and uh it's really really well thought out and well planned and funny
0: excellent uh, so watch that. It's on Netflix. Todd's great. And then uh, Bert Kreischer Yay! was on the show. And Bert is performing on Sunday, Citizens Bank Park in the parking lot for a live-in drive-in event. And uh, we'll, Steve and I will be hosting the event, and I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully the weather holds out for But Bert just, just on fumes right now, and he's got a ways to go. But the man, can he can... He can rally like nobody I've ever uh, it's, seen before. That's unbelievable. So yeah. he'll be coming like tomorrow night's Pittsburgh. What's the night? Um I I, I don't know. I yeah. got rid of the list. So. But, uh, he was uh, in Louisville, Kentucky yeah. last night. Columbus, Ohio. He's in Columbus tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing all these shows and he's doing Philly on Sunday, so we're looking forward to that. But it was nice to have Bert on this morning. And thank you to Marissa Magnetti Yay. for filling in for not only Kathy, but Nick as well, who have both been out uh, this week. And so she was uh, handling both of those duties here in the studio.
5: Thank you. It's always fun to be on this side of the glass with you guys for mm. a few days. Yeah, we,
0: we see chat. we see and hear Marissa every day, but sometimes you don't. There are days where we don't get to hear from Marissa on the radio. She's busy on the other side of the glass doing stuff. She reminds you of you, doesn't she? By God, she does. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of which,
7: uh, do you... Do do you have access to the traffic gadget?
5: I do. Is there a problem out well,
7: there? Well, uh, uh, going towards King of Prussia, what's that? Westbound on Skookle, it, it was all backed up. So um, uh, I was just going to warn people to... Westbound? Uh, westbound. That's okay. towards King of Prussia, right, from here? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's was all backed long, up. Long line of traffic. So oh, that's so wonderful. Cool. Where yes. Whereabouts was that, sir? I'm your traffic girl. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was right by Balakinwood going, continuing out towards King of Prussia.
0: Okay. Uh, so up
7: for in the a curve and all two, that yeah. stuff.
0: That's okay. That's my uh, way home. So thank you, sir.
7: Well, that's why I'm here. I appreciate okay. that. That's why I'm your partner. That's right, buddy.
2: All right, we're going hunting this weekend. Hell yeah! Yeah, man. I'm going
7: to shoot myself in the balls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you heard that, did you? <laughs> People
7: saying I'm, I'm ref. I saw that same story, by the way, and I sent it to a few friends. I said, "Is this from the Onion? I thought it was like yeah. some satirical piece or something." Yep. And by God, that guy actually shot himself in that specific uh, region of his
2: uh, anatomy. There are these things; these like these to be photographed. And and I, we talked about it a while ago. There was a thing about women holding fish, and that was a big thing. And and so I I can even get that they were attractive women. But to hold a gun on your own junk, a loaded gun, a loaded (laughs) gun—that's unbelievable. Excuse
7: me, what?
0: (laughs) The jury wishes to know what. (laughs) Uh, well, this jury of your peers would like to know one last letter for a Word of the Week prize. Yes. You ready?
1: Here yes. we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily
0: Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the letter. P as in pepper. All right, you now have a three-letter word, and we will take caller number 7 at 215-263-WMMR to tell us what it is, and you might be getting a very, very cool prize. So get on board and give us a call Right now, do you have some wonderful things planned for today?
7: Well, yeah, uh, first of all, the Gina Shock interview that we did yesterday is up online at WMMR.com. I listened to it, listened no, to thanks. the whole segment. It was great. She's so fun. And at the end, she says, all right, see ya, hon. <laughs>
5: so New York. Yes. Is, I love it. Well,
7: she's from Baltimore. Oh. But, but so she, Baltimore. Wait, so yeah.
5: were the rest of the girls from New York?
7: I don't think no. so. No. They were, were in L.A. No, yeah, they, they were in L.A. Bad.
5: I was on Twitter while I was watching the beginning of the documentary. <laughs> I'm going to okay. go back and rewatch tut, it. Tut, tut,
7: tut, tut, tut. <laughs> you can do no wrong in my book um yeah she was so cute she called me hun but i had an experience with with the the manager of the she he was she was doing one of those Things where they pop from station to station. Right. And the guy was going, You got 10 minutes. And I go, I can't do this no, in 10 minutes. No. And then at the end, he goes, Pierre, I gave you two extra minutes. So we, we left all of that in. And then we played your piece, Gotta Move On Now. Right. Gotta uh, Move On. Yeah. Whatever that lady was who was annoying and.
4: Sorry, right, we have to move on. Yeah, that
7: lady. Uh, anyway, so that's on WMMR.com. Uh, we have workforce blocks of Bon Jovi and, uh, this was to have been the weekend where Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, Blackhearts, uh, would all have been at wow. Pierre's Good Citizens Park. So we'll do a gigantic combined <laughs> block of them, get some Bruce in and see where we go. Was poised
2: fun. to be such an incredible summer
7: for yeah, oh but my God. there'll
2: be other summers. The Green will Day good. show and, yeah. and Weezer. And you were was, gonna go on oh. the show,
7: yeah? Uh, it was gonna Green be... Day is amazing in concert. They're so much fun. So great! Very yeah. much looking forward. We'll to We'll get it. them next time. Well, I mean, can you imagine next
0: summer? Uh, crazy! It's, it's they're they're going to be seventeen events every night. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. All right, let's uh, let's see if we can get a winner. We're looking, uh, looking for call number seven, and it's Jenna. Hello there, Jenna. Wait, hold on. Sorry, I had the wrong button touch. Jenna, good morning.
10: No, Jenna. Huh? Jenna.
0: Oh, Jenna. Okay, yeah, we said Jenna. Jenna. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said, Jenna. hey, Jenna. How you doing?
10: Good. How are you?
0: Good, Jenna. What's the word?
10: That. No sad girl. <laughs> <laughs> no sad girl.
4: Zappa, Zappa, Zappa cool, cool,
0: man. Did Zappa you hear
7: cool. I, I heard Zappa
4: that. Zappa, cool. <laughs> Zappa, Zappa,
0: Zappa cool, man. Jenna, <laughs> you have got yourself a ticket for you and three friends to see Burt Kreischer on Sunday, Woo! presented by the President Steve Show.
4: Yay! Yay!
0: Congratulations. Hang on. We will get your information, and we will see you there, okay? All right. Thank you. Excellent. No problem. Don't forget to the live-in, drive-in concert series at Citizens Bank Park uh, in the parking lot. And each ticket is good for one car, maximum four people to enjoy the show from the comfort of your own vehicle. And the show is sold out, of course. But you can go to WMMR.com and get more drive-in concerts and the do's and don'ts for the series. So take a look when you get the opportunity to do so. I have one more thing to do, and that is to thank our sponsors. I would like to thank Duncan, uh, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show. Also, hers, official snack food of summer. And uh, City Auto Park. You can shop the summer clearance event for sizzling hot discounts. Dodge Chrysler, JeepCity.com. Next week on the program, putting a few things together, they will include guests like Justin Willman, magician slash comedian. Yeah, he's good. He's excellent. He'll be on the program. And the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive, which will be happening. On Friday, one week from today. We need you. Get the details at WNMR.com. Please sign up and be a part of it. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend. We'll see you later, gang.
3: Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve Love You Line.
6: Hey, guys. Uh, just wondering why it takes so long to do the Bizarre File. I can't keep showing up late to work to listen to Bizarre Files, man. 8 o'clock, cut
8: line. Come on, guys. Help me out here.
10: Next message. Beer, 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 beer,
8: beer, beer. Beer, 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 bro. It's Friday.
10: Next message.
6: Where's my $10,000 cash for being an essential worker? It's horse
3: 10000 cash